Hello everyone, welcome to the Joking Dolphin Gaming Pod. I'm Mark and as always I'm joined by Matthew. Hello. And Nathan. Hey up. How are we doing? Yeah. Hi, not too shabby. Can he complain? Apart from, I just sipped a bit of my tea and it stripped the skin off my tongue because it was that warm, so I think I need to wait for it to cool a bit. Blow on it. Blow on it. Yeah, that, that would have been nice if I did that earlier. Yeah. But I've, I've learned from my mistake, so I'll, I'll do that next time. Well, at least you've not spilt it on yourself. But, yeah, very true, yeah. But the day is young. Well, it's been a, a, a slow news couple of weeks, hasn't it? Yeah, not much at all. <laughs> Not much. Uh, yeah, not much has happened at all. Nope. Who are we kidding? Where Where do we even start? Shall we start with, with uh, Xbox? Yeah, I think you've got to start with the biggest one. Yeah, so last Tuesday, I think it was, wasn't it? I believe. Somebody. Um, A series of documents from the recent Microsoft versus FTC case ended up becoming, becoming leaked online somehow. Did, did they ever get to the bottom of how it happened, do we know? Or who I, was responsible? So I, I think I, I read I read this. It was something like Microsoft had um, passed these documents over to the courts. Hmm. Um, I think they didn't make any mention of them like needing to be redacted or if they need to be like classified or something like that. And they just ended up on like the this court's Public website. Yeah. yeah. And it was just like, oh well, you know. Free reign for everyone. Yeah. Well done there. Well done there. Obviously, there's a lot to talk about in this, but shall we just shall we just begin initially with Phil Spencer's emails? Yeah. Did you read this? This was from 2020, I think it was, and he yeah. uh, he addressed an email to Microsoft's uh, executive vice president and commercial chief marketing officer Takeshi Nomoto and chief marketing officer Chris Coppersella. I don't know if I pronounced that right. But basically, he was saying that basically he just wanted to buy everyone by the sounds of it. The plan was to try and buy Warner Brothers, Valve, and ZeniMax, which of course ended up happening. But also Nintendo. Yeah, I mean, if they're having trouble buying Activision, they were never going to get Nintendo across the line, were they? I mean, did they try that about like twenty odd years ago? I got laughed out of the building. Pretty sure they didn't. But, um, but I think it was it was more of like a wish, wasn't it? Because like I it think kind Bill of was. sort of yeah. mentioned that like Nintendo all sound like a truck load of money so it would take some special to, to buy nintendo yeah so it, it kind of said like the idea of a hostile takeover would be unwise he kind of alluded to that um but he did say that he believes that the acquisition of nintendo by, by microsoft would be a career moment for him which i don't think you can argue that that would be a career like, moment yeah, wouldn't it it would be the biggest thing <laughs> if, in if gaming for like if, if he did it ever wouldn't it um, but he said it would be a good move for both companies. Uh, I don't. I don't, I don't know about I that. I don't see that as good for Nintendo. I, d- mm. I don't see it as good for the industry as a whole. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. it turned into it, a two-horse race. Yeah, I don't think it would be good for the industry. It all, it all depends on the freedom or like what the actual structure of buying Nintendo would look like. Because if, if it's anything similar to like how they've done with Bethesda, where they've kind of they've sort of given Bethesda kind of free rent to do what they want, but step in when kind of needed, I think maybe it would be okay. I mean, could you imagine Nintendo with, like, stable servers? They might have decent online multiplayer. There was a 
a musing comment at the end of it. Though. It says, it's just taken a long time for Nintendo to see that their future exists off their own hardware. <laughs> Do you not see the Switch? I mean, they've started getting games on the mobile, so they've clearly seen seen it. <laughs> it shouldn't be surprising, but it just, it just reminds you that big flood Phil Spencer he paints, paints himself as this everyman gamer. But then, in the end, we know he's a CEO at a multi-billion dollar company, and that he's just after the monies. That's basically all he's trying to show here, isn't it? I want everything. Super villain talk. That's what it is. <laughs> But after all that, there was um, a bunch of more, a lot more interesting stuff that ended up coming out. When it, where, where, what shall we begin with? What do you want to start with? Oh, um... Should we start mid-gen consoles? Yeah. Yeah. So the end, it was basically like a PowerPoint presentation, shall we call it that, or slides? Yeah, we'll call it slides. That kind of that kind of got leaked, and it showed off some mid-gen consoles that were being planned. But we'll kick off with uh, the Xbox Series X, what they call the refresh of that console, which was codenamed Brooklyn. So by its design, it kind of looks exactly like the Xbox Series X, apart from now it's a cylinder. Yeah. That's pretty much it. I'll be honest, I think I prefer the original design, because at the end it's called an Xbox. So yeah, I think it should be the X- a box. Sphere. <laughs> yeah, the X-Sphere. But it, it said it's... It, the specific words it said he is the most powerful Xbox ever. Now adorably all digital. It's not adorable to me. Oh no, we don't want that. Ooh. No, That's controversial. My, my future's coming in now. <laughs> yeah. So it goes on to say Brooklyn will deliver 4K uh, Gen 9 console gaming with more internal storage, faster Wi-Fi, reduced power, a more immersive controller, and a beautiful redesign that elevates the all digital experience of the Xbox ecosystem. Now, was there actually any real changes from the original to this? I mean, it was going to come with two terabytes of storage. Which... Well, put, well, I mean, in terms of, like, power of it. No, I I, I purely saw this as, this as Xbox's slim design. Yeah. Like, this isn't, like, you know, PS4 Pro. It isn't going to get more powerful. Yes. It's just more... Fitting in your living room. I see this as an upsell for the Series S people. Yes. I think you might be right there. Yeah. Uh, it goes on to say, giving our fans more to love. Beautiful and innovative new design. Questionable. Uh, more internal storage for games, two terabytes. A UBC front port. That's new. Uh, with power delivery. All new, more immersive controller. We'll get on to that. And same great price at $499. I mean, if it's going to be the same console, I would imagine. So it should be the same price. Yeah. But it's just going to say updated technologies, all new Southbridge to modernize IO and sustainability efforts. No idea what any of that means. Uh, Wi-Fi 6E radio for better through throughput, latency and interference mitigation. Words. Uh, BT 5.2 radio for improved accessory experiences and a 6mm die shrink for improved efficiency. Hmm. I'm sure that means good things, but whatever. Uh, improved sustainability. Uh, reduced PSU power by 15%. New uh, low power standby mode is 20% off the current XSS standby mode. Increased use of PCR on housing to over 30%. Don't know what that means either. And 100% recyclable packaging. Packaging. Is that, 
Is that the box it comes in, or are we talking about what it's actually made of? I'm confused about that. Yeah, I'd say no, it's, it's the box. It's it clearly comes the in. actual console. Hundred <laughs> percent recyclable. There you go. Saving the planet. Chucking it in bin. So, well, we knew, that's why he won that Greed Award the other week. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. See, they knew. Yes. They knew. Yeah, they knew. So that's that. Gonna get one? Hell no. Well, if it's coming now, we, we never know. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm, keeping my, I'm keeping my Series X. Personally, as someone who doesn't have a Series X, I'd be quite tempted by this. Two terabytes? Lovely. To be honest, for you, Matt, it probably makes sense because of like, the way that you consume games and you get the extra memory as well. That's it. It's all about the memory game. But before we carry on, we should, we should say that these are a, a year or two old, these yeah. things. Yeah, so two things, three years, something like that, isn't it? These could have very changed quite a bit now. Because this was touted to come out in 2024, weren't it? And yeah. you'd have thought we'd have heard something oh, about it by now so if it was yeah. going to happen. Not necessarily. Well, they could mm, very well shadow well, drop it. Well, there was a timeline. I don't know if you saw it, but there was a timeline when these things yeah. were going to get announced. But we'll get on to that. And then we got the refresh of the other console, the Xbox Series S, uh, which is codenamed Elwood. And... Uh, Elwood would deliver Gen 9 console gaming with more internal storage, faster Wi-Fi, blah, 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 same thing as everything else. More internal storage for games. Now, what was the storage for the original? Because this is as one terabyte. The Series S? Yeah. Uh, so the Series S had 512, and then they yeah, brought that enough. black one out with one terabyte, so it seems like that this is the same already one, yeah. here. Yeah. Yes. So, That's it. We've okay. already got the new. <laughs> the future uh, is now. Say so price $299. And it's got pretty much the same stuff I mentioned earlier. I'm not going to go through all the technological aspects for it. It looks exactly the same, from what I can tell. Unless you can see any differences that I'm unaware of. No. Right, there we go. That's that answer the question. There you go. Yeah. Uh, and then we've got another piece of hardware that was uh, leaked. A new controller. Now, mm-hmm. how would you pronounce this? Sabile? Sabile? Sebile? Sebel? Sounds I'll, right. I'll tell you a word for either yeah. one of those. S-E-B-I-L-E. It says, uh, the world's best controller. Who knows? Arguable. Now, now playing on a screen near you. Is it? Interesting tagline. And then it's got like a bunch of comments in it. It's ubiquity. Play anywhere. Xbox Wireless 2. Direct to cloud and Bluetooth 5.2. Uh, seamless pair and switch. New mobile phone app features. What that means. Uh, CPA devices in the cloud, managed devices and accessories. Immersion. This is where we get into interesting things. Precision haptic feedback. Makes mm. that Take one off PlayStation. I yeah. mm. wonder where that idea came from. Uh, VCA yeah, haptics. Got it as well. VCA haptics, double speakers, an accelerometer, and quieter buttons and thumbsticks. I like the clicky. Yeah, we don't want quieter, we want louder. <laughs> Sustainability, do good, feel good. Rechargeable and swappable battery. Hallelujah, it's about bloody time. Yep. Uh, Recycled materials are less resin. Uh, Repair and disassembly. That's good, I like that. Uh, Durable and reliable. New modular thumbsticks. Yep, Uh, improved Improved longevity. Good. And continued continued build improvements. That that's might be just, like a new, a tag to build, new stuff coming yeah. out in the future for it, like add-ons, because you can take it apart. Yeah, it's got approachability, uh, engage and delight, and it says lift to wake. I, I think, like that, that sounds cool. 
left the controller and wakes up the uh... console, maybe. Because mm. you can connect it to wait the oh. telly as well, can't you? So it waits the console and the TV. So that'd be pretty cool. Are we really that lazy to push a button? Yes, yes. control. That's what Alexa's for. <laughs> yes, come on. <laughs> Oh, here, I don't know. That just seems a bit of a pointless feature to me, but anyway. Uh, same ergonomics as Merlin. What's Merlin? I'm going to presume that's probably what the last controller was called, maybe? Maybe. Code name for it? That's that's all it says. Uh, same layout and activation forces. S-E-L-E XDL options as is expected. And XDL is Xbox Design Lab. So it looks like you can yeah. design it. It's black and white. Very much like the uh, dual sense. Going very much for the stormtrooper look. I like, like it. A... I don't like it. It's. It, I'm not sure about the shape of the bottom. Looks a bit. It's. It's weird how it's kind of straight. like. Kind of got like a block, like a black bomb, but it looks like it's just been like cut off. Yeah. It's like a, like it's so... meant to be like you've got. It reminds me of um, those cars where it's like there's a top that was designed clearly for one car, and the bottom just doesn't look like it belongs to it at all. Hmm. You're like what? And all the buttons are black. You would see. Well, apart from the start option and all that stuff, which is white. Oh, I, I do miss the rainbow. Look, I do like the uh, red, green, yellow, blue. Well, that's the that was the 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 hardware. That was a. Uh, I was going to say announced then. <laughs> it's not <that> was <laughs> leaked. Yeah, it first. <laughs> but then, interesting. There was a timeline of uh, when these events were supposed to be announced. And it just looked like um, the controller was supposed to be announced quarter four, 2024. That's always the end of next year. And then the console announcements were going to happen about July next year. But they were going to have a um, a 60-day gap between the launches of each console. So Elwood was going to launch first, and then Brooklyn later. And it said uh, the 60-day separation between launches enables dialogue with different audiences. I mean, the audiences are going to buy regardless for what they want. So, yeah, why not just launch it all at the same time? Maybe the maybe it's more different regions, perhaps. No, it's not the nineties anymore. They wouldn't do that to us. They probably so, would. Let's face it. Not unless they ask, like they assess the market of like who's interested in what console most. Yeah, because Elwood is due to launch at the uh, end of August, twenty twenty-five, and uh, Brooklyn end of October. 2025. And then there was a bunch of specs, but we've been through all that stuff. That doesn't even mean anything. And then the uh, there was an interesting like overall timeline of the Xbox consoles. Hmm. So like original Xbox came out to the 2001, 360, 2005, Xbox One, 2013, uh, Series X and S, 2020. And then it's got an interesting bit that says next gen, circa 2028. Well, that's it. We've got the timeline now. Yeah. It says, uh, underneath it just says cloud hybrid games and immersive game and app platform, which doesn't say anything, but, you know, there you go. That's what it says. So that's what it looks like we're working towards. Of course, that could change. All this could change. Yeah, it's, it's an old document, so. But there was one final interesting thing that was leaked, wasn't there? Particularly in, really in relation to Bethesda and Xenomax. Mm. Mm. A game title release schedule. Yep. Now you can tell this is old because some of these don't quite add up to what really happened because some of these mm. are already out. But uh, he said around 2020. Shall we just run through what were there? 
So yeah, yeah. Uh, 2022 was uh, Doom Eternal and its DLC, Elder Scrolls Online, Greymore, uh, Fallout Wastelanders, and Deathloop. Did that stick to schedule? I think it probably did, didn't it? Sounds about right. But then here it says 2021, Starfield. That did happen. Uh, Elder Scrolls Online expansion, that's a bit vague. Uh, Redfall, nope, that got delayed. No, yeah. Uh, Doom Eternal DLC, Ghostwire Tokyo. I can't remember if that was correct. I think that was late. Yeah. That, that might have been out for PlayStation, but I don't think it was out on Xbox. Ah, yes. Yes, it came out. Yeah, it came out first in it on PlayStation. Yeah. Uh, Fallout, Fallout Worlds from Fallout 76. And Project Hibiki, whatever that is. And then 2022, Indiana Jones game. I wish. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still waiting on that. They're not telling us anything about that. But then, interestingly, Oblivion Remaster. Mm. Clearly, it didn't happen then. No. Is that? Sounds like it was on the cards. Is it just delayed or has that been canned? I'm just surprised it's not happened already. It just seemed, seems really like something they, they would have. They would have gone for like Morrowind first because I know Morrowind was really popular as well. Uh, and then, yes, another Elder Scrolls Online expansion. And then the Starfield DLC, which, of course, yep, that's happened. it happened. <laughs> uh, and then we get to this year, apparently. So, Doom Year Zero and its DLC. And then Project Kestrel, whatever that is. Another Elder Scrolls Online expansion. Yep. Seems like every year, that's, that's what that is. Uh, and then Project Platinum. Curious. And then 2024... Elder Scrolls 6. <laughs> well, that's going to happen then. <laughs> Tack another four years on that, maybe. We'll have uh, another scarring before that. Maybe, maybe two or three. Yeah. Uh, then project, the expansion for Project Kestrel. Hmm? Licensed IP game. wonder what that is. Hmm. And then one you might like, Matt. A Fallout 3 remaster. Gimme. Which begs the question for me. Do I bother going back and playing it? <laughs> yeah. Do you go back now or do you wait? Or do I wait? Hmm. Well, considering uh, the Oblivion remasters not happened yet, I think you might be waiting a couple of yeah, years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a good point, actually. Uh, and then yet another Elder Scrolls Online expansion. The Ghostwire Tokyo sequel. Ooh, I'm surprised it's sequel because I know people liked it, but I don't think it sold particularly. It never set the world alight, I don't think, did it? might not have, but I never heard of it as like a flop, so maybe it did enough mm. to warrant a sequel. Maybe, maybe. And then, Dishonored 3. I know quite a few people would be happy about that. Yep, and then finally on it is a Doom Year Zero DLC. I mean, they've, got, they've got a lot of plans. <laughs> they've not come to... Um... The thing is, it's all, it's all out of whack though, isn't it? <laughs> Just, we don't know what's going well, on. I say, we don't know we how don't know old truth. this document is, really, yeah. so... Because I think some might just be delayed, others might just be it might just be thrown out. Well, that's it. And what, what you got to remember as well, I think I think this document in, document in particular was actually before Microsoft acquired. Yes, probably. So I imagine when when Microsoft acquired, a lot of things got shuffled around, pushed back. Well, consider it mentions twenty twenty. I imagine it was. Yeah. But when did they buy it? When did they buy it? I can't remember. Was it twenty one or something? Possibly? I think Ghostwire yeah, I think Tokyo. So was announced either before or after they'd done they'd acquired to finish it off uh, phil spencer did take to twitter slash eggs said uh, we've seen the conversation around all the emails and documents it is hard to see our team's work shared in this way because so much has changed and there's so much to be excited about right now and in the future 
we will share the real plans when we are ready. I'm just trying oh, to imagine what well, those answers might be like so? now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he said what he had to say. Well, I, say, but, I think they obviously had to come out and like acknowledge it, but it is pretty disappointing in the way they got leaked as well. Because yeah. they, I mean, we all sounds of it from what I read, it's Microsoft's fault, basically. Hmm. Like, they were like, here's these documents. And then, like, the courts were just like, well, we'll put them on. Yeah. I did see a few people online, like, trying to pin it on the FTC. Like, they intentionally leaked it or something. It's like, no. Why? Like, for what reason? <laughs> yeah. If they did, they would have a massive lawsuit. lawsuit. So, you know. But, yeah. I mean, I'm hoping that when these future announcements come, that they just do something radically different. Like it's a, a triangular-shaped console or something. Or they do <laughs> yeah. something completely ridiculous with it. Or the X-shaped console that we thought the Xbox were going to be. Yeah, proper. Yeah, it's a proper X console. Or, or yeah. they could do like the sphere, like the, the 360 logo. They actually do like a sphere with the X in it. I'd be down for any of that. Just do something <laughs> radical, Xbox. Come on, don't let us down. Yeah. Well, sticking a little bit with, with Xbox as well, have you heard all the good news from, from the CMA about the acquisition? Vaguely. Go on, well, I mean, so it's, it's come out recently, like they've obviously had to do a new review when Microsoft announced they were going to do this whole cloud um, business with Ubisoft, you know, all their games and get put onto Ubisoft's... Um, storefront on pc so the cma had to kind of go back and review yep um and i can't remember which article is there's a couple of them going around but provisionally the cma are going to approve the acquisition of course they are it's always gonna happen we know it was so they are essentially the last stumbling block for microsoft to take take over activision blizzard so Looks like it's, it's going to happen. Well, at least that's over. Now they can pave the way for the Nintendo acquisition. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no. I don't want that to drag on for years. That would go on even longer. <laughs> It'll still be early 2028 when the next-gen console comes out. Well, I mean... That's not going to happen. They're not <laughs> going to take over Nintendo. I mean, if, if, the, if there was one company that could take over, they could take Gearbox. Is Gearbox that interesting? What do they do apart from Borderlands? Can't recall now. I know well, they, they made that Aliens uh, Colonial Marines. I heard that was received yeah. well. Yeah, fantastic game, that. Exactly. Well, they did Duke Nukem forever. That's all we need to know about them. Case closed. Yeah. Should we move on to other news? Yes, because we had two big presentations from our friends at Nintendo and Sony. Uh, which one do you want to start off with? Flip a coin. Flip a coin? I flipped it. It's heads. That means Nintendo, for some reason. Yeah. Well, Mario's got a head, so we'll go with that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> what? Okay. Well, I did say Mario gets head. So. Well, anyway. Um, <laughs> right, well, yeah, we had our Nintendo Direct. He's got a tail we'll as well. Forward. Let's move on. Stop it. Anyway, right. <laughs> yeah, go, go, go. We'll try and we'll try and blaze through this because I think I counted those over like thirty games that got shown off. So no, there were thirty remakes that got shown off. There wasn't thirty remakes shown. Right. So we start off with Splatoon three. Uh, we got to see their 
their new expansion, didn't we? We did, yeah. Side order. Side order, that's what it is. Loads of go fish, ghost fish lying um, around. Yeah, I couldn't tell if they were like if they were ghost fish or like electronic fish. It was a bit unambiguous, so. But anyway, it's like a new like um I suppose survival mode. I think you have to climb you have to make your ranks through this like tower to get through. So um that should be good for anyone that, that's got Splatoon 3 is looking for some more single player action. Yeah. So um, 20, believe... 22.49 in British pounds or yeah, 24.99 in euros if you want to buy that. Yeah. Uh, release date was spring of next year. Then we had our first of quite a few remakes that are coming to Nintendo Switch. Mario versus Donkey Kong. Yeah, because this were originally originally on the Game Boy Advance, weren't it? I think so, yeah. So uh, essentially, um, the whole plot point is that Donkey Kong is jealous of these like little Mario toys and so has stolen them because why not? Mario, puzzle platformer. It needs to find these keys by the looks of it to get out of the levels. Oh, that was quite yes, that was it. Yeah, you click the keys so um, you can like observation and action. Yep, that's it. That's what we like. So you hit switches, you move platforms around, get the keys, get out of there, and uh, and be up that bad old Donkey Kong for stealing your your toys. Poor Donkey Kong. Yep. There is, there is co-op as well, so um, you can play with a friend mm-hmm. where they can be towed. Okay. So. And you can do a handstand jump. Mm. Oh yes, that was a point. Yeah, that was important. And a backflip. And a backflip. Yeah. At the good old Super Nintendo Mario 64. How is. athletic is Mario? He's, I know. There's, there's no For... end to his, his abilities, is there? I mean, he's got his own sports game, so I mean, he has to be athletic. Well, yeah. That's it. He's in the Olympics every four years, isn't he? So. Yeah, yeah that's it. And then he's got cars to drive. Uh, Golf to play. E- and he never ages. Amazing. It's all this exercise. Yeah, clearly. Or drugs. Um, it's all them okay. shrooms. It's all them yes, shrooms. exactly. Yep, that's it. Exactly. All those magic shrooms. Uh, yes, so we had a release date there as well. That is the 16th of February next year. Then we got to see another look at Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown. Um, the more I see of that game, the more it reminds me of Metroid Dread in a good way. So I'm happy. Uh, got to see some of the, I think a little bit more footage of like the um, traversing and some of like the boss types as well. They look fun. I, I reckon those boss fights are going to be quite fun. To be so, honest, it looks a bit too difficult for me. Well, right, I played okay. a bit of Metroid Dread and I couldn't get half an hour into it without getting my arse handed to me. So <laughs> it is notoriously a difficult game. So yeah. uh, release date there is the 18th of January of next year. Then we had Horizon Chase 2, uh, which is a sequel to. Um, well, I suppose the first one, a racing game. Do not know what else much to say about that? Um, brum brum. Brum yeah. brum. Yep. Just arcade racer, um, four play co op. Yep. Local or online. And it's out nope, now. That's a good point. It is, yeah. That's, uh, that's a good surprise. I always like um, these directs when they do that. There's always a couple of games you get to see and they're like, they're out now. It's like, oh, that's cool. Super Crazy Rhythm Castle. A. RPG slash rhythm game? It's a rhythm game, so I'm not going to be very oh, good okay. at it. 
Nathan's got no rhythm. Um, I've not. I've got two left feet. Yep. Seemed interesting enough. Um, to be honest, the track sounded pretty cool. Because they're yeah, all from Konami, aren't they? From, yeah, so you're going to have like classic uh, Konami tile tracks, which sounds pretty cool. Um, that is the 14th of November of this year. Spy X Anna Operations Memories. Or was it Anya? Probably Anya. You're probably right on that. Um, I recall this, this is like a... It's like a little slice of life game, isn't it? Where yeah, you've got to put together a... Um... A photo diary. Yeah, you play as like a little girl. You you taking like you want to put photos of the memories that you've got with um, with your family and that. Um, there's, I imagine with these type of games, there'll be some some of mystery that's probably involved in it as well. Not cute enough. Uh, that is out next year. Um, now one of the bigger ones that we got to see a little bit more of was Super Mario RPG. Uh, yet another remake, as Nathan will probably point out. So, I mean, this just looks like the classic, but it looks like they've, they've done a little bit more to it now as well. Because I think they mentioned that when you time your attacks, you get to actually damage the whole party, which yeah. sounds new, I think. Pretty cool. I mean, I've, I've got very little memories of playing the original, but I do remember playing it. Um, and it was it was fun from what I did. So um, definitely looking forward to probably picking this one up. If you guys got any thoughts on well, you fill the action command gauge to unleash a triple move. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you got like a team, like triple moves. I mean, sorry, like yeah. Final Fantasy esque team moves. You mentioned, mentioned the post game boss rematches. Yeah, mm, that's new as well, if I recall. Probably not going to be able to get past them the first time. Never <laughs> mind post game. So. Yeah, maybe. I might give it a go. I, mm. I played a little bit of the Japanese one, but. Obviously, I don't speak or read Japanese, so uh, the language barrier is a bit difficult. <laughs> a bit difficult. Just, just a bit. So I'm just clicking buttons and hoping for the best. But yeah, I'll, I might pick this up. At <laughs> if some it was point. in English, that's why I'd be doing it anyway. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that one's out on the 17th of November. Then we got a, a couple of games that are being remastered slash made for the Switch. Call another code recollection. Uh, and stars two games, I think. One was on the... DS. DS, yep. Some more of the uh, handheld games coming over to the Switch. Um, this is very much like a like a text-based story adventure thing, where you have to, I think you have to like solve mysteries and, and puzzles and get further into the story and work out what's going on. This one, um, very obviously anime-inspired as well. I thought this looked quite good, to be honest. Mm. Um, it could be because these type these types of games always could uh, have like a really good like story and twists and like a really nice mystery that this uh, could be quite satisfying to like work out. Especially if the puzzles are good, good to solve as well. So yeah, could be cool. I think that was scheduled for the 19th of January next year. I think I've got down. Then we got to see. Peach's game, Princess Peach Showtime. I quite like the look of this. Hmm, it looks quite charming. I just like the whole change of form thing. Yeah. Oh, wait, like, yeah, you go play as like a... Uh... Sword fighter Peach. Yeah. Detective Peach. Patisserie Peach. That was an interesting one. Kung Fu Peach mm. were my favourite Yeah, one. Kung Fu Peach. <laughs> Peach. 
Yeah, it does seem interesting because it seems like she's going from play to play and trying to defeat yeah. the um, oh, what they called again? And the sour bunch. Yeah, the sour bunch. That's it. And she's got a companion called Stella, who's a floating star. Stella. Very, very colourful and charming. I like the look of it. Um, try to dig it out. So I think we've got a release date of that one as well. That is the 22nd of March next year. Anyone played any of the Saga games? No. Uh, no. No. Uh, so, I mean, I know this is a long-running um, series, I think, for Square Enix, I think. But I, I've got no clue clue on where to even start with it so um i mean if you're into your saga games great you got a new one coming it's called emerald beyond your usual jrpg shenanigans there uh so we had next year on that one then we got to a pleasant surprise i don't think anyone saw this coming the remaster of the first three tomb raider games starring laura croft I should hope it's starring Laura Croft. <laughs> Whack new protagonist. Look, they <laughs> look, they, they made to point out they were starring Laura Croft, all right? I know, I saw. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's made by, uh, well, the developers of Spire, the ones who were, are confusingly still working on the remake for Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic. I'm not sure if they got removed from them now. Yeah. It's a bit iffy on that. I remember how that went. Um, but no. Uh, they're they're up-resing all the graphics. It does look quite nice. Um, my thing about it is going to be the controls. And will they update them or potentially keep them as they were? I think they'll be as they were, to be honest, mate. Because you can switch between the old and the new graphics. Yeah. And I can't, and I can't I uh, yeah, see that, it being a bit janky. If... That's, that's, that's a nice little touch as well, be able to yeah. switch. So. Um, they did that on Halo Anniversary. That was quite cool. They did, yes. Halo Anniversary did it. I think, I think quite a few um, like remade games have, have done So you that. go from triangles to spheres, if you know what I'm talking about, guys. I mean, right, well. It will also include all the expansions in the secret levels. Yes, they will. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, Do you know what? I'm looking forward to this. This is out on the 14th of February, so it's perfect because I'm going to get it at least for Valentine's Day so I can play it. Because we all love Lara Croft. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Next was a new look at Detective Pikachu Returns. My man. I pre-ordered Your, your man, Mr. Tim. I can't wait. No, 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 no. Not Mr. Tim. Pikachu. Oh, yeah, Pikachu. Oh. Sat there in the window drinking his coffee. That's it. I did living his best life. Weeks, uh, I, can't, <laughs> yep. I can't remember what he said. Supping. <laughs> So, as uh, as it is was in the original game, you'll be solving mysteries where Tim talks to the humans and Pikachu talks to the Pokemon. But you're gonna have some some po- uh, some partner Pokemon that are gonna help you out mm-hmm. in your uh, mystery solving as well. So we got to see um, we got to see um, Growlithe, who looks to sniff out some clues. There was a couple that I missed out. If you can fill in, I remember Darmanitan. Dal- Yes. Smashes rocks. Who smashes through rocks and helps clear the path. Then we got Luxray. Uh, then we had Luxray who looks through walls. Somehow looks through walls. Don't know. That's that seems cheating. But anyway, use it as Luxray. Ah, uh, yeah. There we yeah. go. Clues in the name. Yeah. Yep. Um, 
seems to be, I think there's mystery over his dad as well. I think his dad's still missing. Yeah, especially for Harry. Harry, yeah. Harry Goodman, I think it Went is. out for that pack of smokes and never came back. Yep, that's it. So, yeah, that is out pretty soon, I believe, the 6th of October. Yep, not long at all. Yep. Not long indeed. This next one looks absolutely hilarious. This is the one. <laughs> this was the one for me. This looks tremendous. Yeah, so I'll, I'll be honest. I've I've seen this already because it is already out on PC. And I've, I've seen some Twitch streams of it. It just looks absolutely ridiculously daft. But in a good way. So As the best <laughs> game should. As it should. So, Trombone Champ. Yeah. Um... I mean, pointing on, on this on the Switch is actually like a, a, like a touch of genius because yeah. like, you you have to use the Switch remote as though as though you're like using it as like a trombone. So I think there's two there's yeah, two there's control two types. Yep. Yeah. So you have got your your gyro one. So you have to move the uh, Joy-Con uh, or not move, I should say, tilt Joy-Con up and down to match up the notes. Yeah. Or um, you can switch it to the um, Infrared oh, mode yeah. or AR, yep. So you have to like move it like next to your hand as though you're actually using a trombone, which is in certain uh, hand movements probably a bit suggestive. But I mean, that's that's the fun of the joy uh, <laughs> uh, what, what? So no, it, it looks like hilarious. like these type of games, but even I'm going to give this a go. I mean, and it's oh, like and it's it. full player. It local co-op as well so it's got all 50 the 50 songs as well yeah and there's a good range shoulders. of songs there yeah. as well yeah it did seem like yeah you had like your, your classical one and they had like electronic music there as well i don't think they gave an example that one but like i would love it if they had like nintendo specific songs as well so like you gotta do like mario like zelda songs in the trombone that'd be hilarious <laughs> And I believe it was good news. It's out now. Hey! Hey! So get on it when you can. Right. Battle Crush, our next game. Yes. Like a sort of over the top third person kind of battle royale game. Uh, where it seemed very melee based, uh, you played as like 15 heroes based on different mythologies. Yeah, different mythologies. Although I don't think they really give good examples of what those were. <laughs> three three men teams as well. I I I'll give you credit. I thought the uniqueness of it was that typically in like battle royale games, you've got some sort of like shield bubble that's closing in. You have to get to an area before it like closes in on you. You have to like obviously fight off everyone else. Um, but this one was more like, oh, the ground falls underneath you, so you have to like last on these platforms, which I think is unique. It's a different take, yeah. It's a different take. And I think that was out next year. Yeah, out sorry, next, next spring. spring. Sorry, yes. Oh, I think it also, I think there was going to be a closed beta test in October as well, so if you want to get into it, there you go. Right, next game, War Tales. This was like the part of the direct that things started being a bit <laughs> yeah, so this was the open world tactical RPG, up to four online players, mm. and it's a timed exclusive out now. Contra, that classic 2D side-scrolling shoot 'em up. 
Uh, Contra Operation Galuga. No, I can tell. I, I was I was actually watching. Um, I'd like I'd watched the direct, and I was watching a YouTuber who like watched it as well, and they made mention of like this might be some form of remake potentially. I'm not sure. Oh, Nintendo. I'm shocked. Um, yeah, I can't tell if it is a new Contra game or not. If it is based on like a, an existing one, but you know, your classic 2D side scrolling uh, co-op to two players, I think, is the usual Contra way. So if you want to get on that, that is going to be next year. I think was given the date on that one. Um, after this, we had probably my favourite name for a game that I've seen for a while. Well, the name was the only good thing about it, to be honest. <laughs> probably. Uh, Unicorn Overload. It's a memorable name, but not the most memorable game that I could actually remember. <laughs> I do apologise. Um, I'm sure they put a lot of work into it, but it just looks like a generic RPG mm. where the characters just mumble a load of crap about saving world and friendship, but it does not mean a thing. It's yeah. on the 8th of March, 2024. Yep. Get it if you want. Don't get it if you don't want it. Yep. On to the next one. Yep. Uh, another port of a 3DS game, the one that I've not played and probably would actually look forward to playing it at some point, Luigi's Mansion 2 HD. This looks really good. It's it, Graphically, it's probably on par with Luigi's Mansion 3. I mean, I know okay. obviously it's going to be on the same platform, but mm. what they've done in terms of getting that game up to scratch, scratch yeah, done a really good job on it. I mean, there's a certain point in that trailer that I don't think you would have liked, Matt, but... No, that's why I'm staying away with it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't too bad. It's fine. But no, it does. It was a lot of fun. I've, funnily enough, I've never played um, a Luigi's Mansion game. Really? So, yeah. Oh. I, I would like to go into this. I'd love to see if they could actually port the original over as well. I think. I don't think many, too many people played it on um, on GameCube, or at least not from not what I've heard. Really? Yeah. It was the, be, funnily enough, wrong. it was the first game I ever played on the GameCube. But that might really? just be me. Mine was yeah. like some rubbish eighteen wheel of thing. <laughs> <laughs> I went I, I never had a game. I mean it was like a bundle like, that my like, parents bought me. So. <laughs> I um I went round to my friend's house and played it. So mm. yeah. But I I really enjoyed it. I've um oh, I completed Luigi's Mansion three um Ooh. on Switch. But this looks good. Um, it's going to have up to four-player online multiplayer as well, and there's like little, little different modes you can play. Yeah, it looks like there's like a co-op fun. mode that's in it, so that looks good. Now this next what announcement was interesting. Is probably the best word I could use. It was a bit of a surprise, but could be good at least if you're ever over in Japan touring. Nintendo announced that they've essentially made a museum. Yeah. Well, I say made, more like they bought a building and then turned it into a museum, I should say. Um, but yeah, it's going to have like essentially the whole like history of, of Nintendo that you'll be able to go through. And... I think I think it was a building they already had. It's, uh... They did say mention that because I think on on the actual top of it, they've mm. got the whole like um, question mark block on top. Yeah. Which is would be great for Google Earth, wouldn't it? Like you'll definitely see where it is. Gonna find it. Yeah. It's yeah. in Kyoto. Well, yeah, the Nintendo Uji Agura plant in Kyoto's Uji City, to be precise. It said it's got a wide variety of Nintendo's products on this plant. Mm, definitely see the Virtual Boy there. 
Planned to be complete in March next year. Yes. Yeah. But it's an opening date to be revealed at a later time. Hmm. We'll have to have a trip. Be good. Yeah, we'll have a trip. Yeah. We'll have to make a vlog Dolphins on tour. Yep. From, yep. from Bury to Kyoto. <laughs> yeah. Just a short flight away. Yep. Yeah. Uh, right. And then we got uh, a mention of some amiibo that are up and coming. Um, unfortunately, I didn't write the the days down these were coming, so if you guys can fill in at that point. Yeah. So, so we've got Zelda and um, Ganondorf. They're yep, out on the from 3rd of Tears November. Of the Kingdom. Yep. I might have this wrong. Were the ne- next ones like some Splatoon? Oh, I got that wrong. I don't think... They, actually, they might have been Splatoon. Noah and um, Mayo. I, I think there was. I, I recall I, I recall there was some like Splatoon ones. I, I didn't have dates down for them. So they're out on the 19th of January, and they're with yeah. Sora from Super Smash Bros. Yes, the very last character to join Super Smash Bros. Ultimate is finally getting their uh, their own amiibo. I wonder how much money Nintendo had to pay Disney to get that done. Um, but yeah, that that'll one's be coming out. 2024, that one. Yep, that one is out next year to finish the whole collection. Um, yeah. Another remake. Yeah. <laughs> Sort of, kind of, a little bit. It is. But one that I was yeah. absolutely pumped for. I'm not I'm not going to lie. I really like the look at this one. So, finally, we got a new F-Zero game. Do you know what? I'm sure we were After talking about years. that not so long ago. Like, they should bring it back. Oh, probably that and, like, Wipeout, weren't it? Um, but finally, yes. Maybe not the F-Zero game people thought that they wanted, but... I mean, it's still a new one. So, uh, it's called F-Zero 99. And as you might have taken a gander at, at that title, it's following the trend of uh, of Tetris and... What was the other one? Super Mario 99, I think that was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super Mario, Super Bros. Mario 99. Bros. 99. Yep. So, as it's in the name, it is a Battle Royale-esque take on F-Zero, um, where you and 98 other... Daring races go around Mew City and uh, other tracks and fight to see who comes first, pretty much. So there is like a couple of different modes. There's like the, the traditional kind of single race where you're going against 99 others. Um, and then there's going to be other different game modes that get introduced throughout its life cycle. So I think there's there's a Grand Prix one as well, um, where it's like a series of five races where each race wills down about 20 cars until the last one where there's just like 20 left basically you have to try and win it so they've got a couple of different um new gameplay elements here where there's this like gold bar that builds up um when drivers um kind of kind of crash into each other and they like these orbs come off from them if you start collecting them you fill this bar up you then next time you boost you boost onto this like upper track there's like basically like a shortcut to victory basically <laughs> um it doesn't last too long but you do get to like get out of the way of the queue and stuff um and yeah I, I think it looks absolutely fun i think it's cool that it's in the snes graphics harking back to the original f-zero and that is out no so yep. if you want to get your hands on it well 
Well, to switch online I mean, it's members. Yes, yeah. switch Exclusive online active switch online yeah. members. I should make a mention. So it's also compatible with the SNES Switch control. If you want to play it like old school. Which is also exclusively for Nintendo Switch online yep. members. <laughs> <laughs> so then we moved on to a couple of League of Legends games. I'll have a kip while you talk about this. I mean, I, I don't know what else to really mention of them other than one of them is called Bandle Tale, a League of Legends story. And the other one was called Song of Nunu, a League of Legends story. Great, let's crack on. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't follow League of Legends, so I yeah, do apologize for those. Let's that move it onto WarriorWare. Um, yep. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> WarriorWare, move it. This looks hilarious. I mean, if you've played a WarioWare game, then you know what to expect. You've got your fun old shenanigans with the Joy-Con of shoving it up your nose and rubbing it amongst things that you probably shouldn't be doing. Um, I don't know what you'll do with your Joy-Cons, mate, but... <laughs> probably, so that's why they're yeah. called Joy-Cons, right? Ah, exactly. Clues in the name, yeah. So, you know, you've got a collection of all your uh, minigames, some based on existing... Um, Nintendo IPs like there's typically like a Zelda one where you just like you have to cut something down or you have to collect something real quick um, and each minigame lasts like between 5 and 10 seconds so you have to be like really quick what you're doing so you keep doing all sorts you could be like like I remember some of the 3DS ones you had to like blow in the mic to do certain things that were silly um, I mean I'd, I'd love to see this at like the extra life uh, cafe just just to watch people play it, just to see like how funny it look. <laughs> well, it's got four player party mode, so. Oh, probably oh, is it four players. There, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, probably not. You'd have to make room, you'd have to get rid of that like big table that's in the middle. A worthy yeah. sacrifice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't need food. Yeah, that's it. Who needs breakfast when you've got warrior wear? <laughs> that's it, so. Got released there, there of uh, the 3rd of November for that one. I don't know how I'm going to tackle this one. Uh, Ayudan Chronicle 100 Heroes. Yeah. 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 Um, it's a game that's out next year. So, about as much Enjoy. as took, yeah. Yep. There we go. In all seriousness, uh, Again, can we just, like, can we like, just can we just talk about Dave the Diver now? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you want to, I mean, we did have uh, Eastwood, Octo, Octopia, and Wargroove Two in the middle of that. So, <laughs> but yeah. yes, Dave the Diver. Yeah, Dave the Diver. I've heard good things about this because this is on. Is it already on PC or something? I think it could be. Yeah, could be. And I heard it's been received rather well. So play Diver. Oh, it looks cool. Called Dave. That's all you need to know. That's the and he game. goes, he goes down to the ocean in the day, and then he runs a sushi bar at night. Yeah. What more can you want? You gotta make catching meals. fish by day, serving sushi by night, and all that. So that's fun. You concoct recipes. Strangely, it reminds me a little bit of um, Coffee Talk. That like section of it where you gotta, you know, Coffee Talk. Obviously, you make the coffees. The art style. You make yeah, some meals. Similar. Yeah, you got like a 2D pixel style. It looks fun though. Looks really good. Um, out pretty soon as well, the 26th of October. Yeah, 
And there is a demo out now, so you can give it a try if mm. you want to. Yes. Always good to see there's a demo. I'm going to get that downloaded on my Switch after this. Give it I a try. Thought... I want to be Dave. You want to be Dave. Yep. Don't want to be Nathan there. anymore. I want to be Dave. <laughs> uh, right. The final DLC for Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is on its way. Uh, oh, so... it's been a long time coming, hasn't it? Yeah. It's... I don't well, think we'll ever need Mario Kart 9, will we? Of course we will. It's co- it's going to be coming soon. No, nope. nope, we're going to skip it, and it's going to be Mario Kart X, like they always do. <laughs> always skip 9. It's uh, it cooler. Sound cooler. <laughs> everyone does it. So. Right, so we've got one new course coming, the Daisy course. Or at least one confirmed, anyway, from this trailer. And we've got four, well, I say four new characters. One suspicious, but we'll get there. So we've got we've got Diddy Kong, um, which I'm surprised he's not hadn't already been in. Yeah, it feels like someone that had been there from day one. Yeah, strange. Um, and we've got Funky Kong because he's everyone's funky uncle. Uh, we've got Pauline, who from uh, Super Mario Odyssey, and then Peachette. Is that not just Peach, though? Baby Peach? Kind of. Peach? Peach? Baby Peach is already there. Peach. Baby Peach is there, yeah. Peach? Peach. I don't know. Um, Shrun- shrunk in the wash? I don't know. I don't know. Who is Peach yet? I don't know. I've, I'll be honest, I've never even heard of Baby Peach. So when I said that, I just thought <laughs> that, that was... Um. Uh, so if I recall... Um, it was something that I think came from one of the most recent uh, 2.5D Mario games. I think it was the Super Mario 3D Land, I think. It's on Switch. I could be wrong. The so one what we've established Bowser. here is this is just padding this out. Is that what we're saying? Yeah. In, in effect, yeah. Okay. It's, it's essentially Peach, but like she's meant to have like... Um, like a power-up that, that gave her that gave her the name Peachette, in effect. A power-up um, that gave her the name Peachette. That is the worst power-up I've ever heard of. I mean, <laughs> there's more to the power-up than just the name. Okay, but that's, that's, that's the name of the Okay, power-up. but that's what you said, sir. That I'm, is running, I'm, said, running, I'm running yes. with that. The power-up's not going to do anything in Mario Kart, so what does it matter? Yeah. Um, it's just like, you could have picked anything else other than this like this is the last character you give us <laughs> yeah so but i mean it's all out in winter this year so look forward to the end of america <laughs> finally after two consoles sorry just one one thing to mention um there's going to be a physical booster pass available from the 6th of october Oh, yeah, so, so the Boost Course Pass. So you yeah. get like a physical edition of it. Yeah, so I, I think I'm going to get that because obviously I've not got the expansion pack. So mm. I think I might pick that up so I can have all the courses and all the characters and everything. Good. So. Awesome. Glad to see they're giving uh, more options to access the Boost of the Course Pack. I got uh, right. I got back. I got a physical. I got There's going to be a physical Boost of Course Pack. As yes. Added. So is that going to be a separate cartridge? Is that going to be like a download code? Well, that's what I'm thinking. I can imagine it's it being a download code. I didn't see any more information on it, just that there wasn't going to be a separate pack available for you to purchase. 
Yeah, yeah, I would have thought it would be. I mean, it'd be great if it was all on a cartridge, but it's not going to happen, is it? No. No. Right. Uh, back to Among Us. We've got a new map, the Fungal, looking all mushroomy and jungle-like. Yeah. Um, obviously, there'll be new tasks to complete and I'm sure new ways of the sus to get around, as always. So. I felt sorry for the red Among Us thing. Gets yeeted out back at ship. But saying that he was the driver. Yeah, but I mean, he was on a yeah, but he parachuted down. As the mushrooms attacked. Yeah. So um, he deserved to go first. Yeah. So I believe we had the date of October. I don't know if we got an exact date. I think it was just October. But that's my notes, and that's what I've got down. Uh, right. Then we had a montage of Nintendo IPs getting thrown out uh, as yep. all at once. Um, some we have already seen, so I've not jotted down the order in which they appeared. Only what I saw was new that hadn't appeared in the direct yet. So the first thing that I had down that I saw that was new was Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, the Teal Mask Part 1 DLC. Uh, got a quick glimpse of all that's new in that. And that is out well now. So if you want to get on with that DLC, you can do. Um, I have nowhere near getting anywhere that. I don't even have it's one that now, gym. Right? I don't even have a gym badge. So uh, I've got all that to look forward to. Sorry, that makes two of us, Matt. So no, I won't worry about that. That's all right. Yours, yours I can't believe that, Mark. You're, point, an, so. you're an avid Pokemon player. I can't believe you've yeah. not got through that yet. Oh, how have you not? How dare He's just finishing Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, so... Yep. Yeah, that's it. Yep. That's a big old game and all. That's a big old game. Uh, Right, next thing we saw that was new was Pikmin 1 and 2 remasters. Uh, They are out on the 22nd of September. Out now. Which, well, yeah, out, out now. So then we got to see a little more of Super Mario Wonder. Uh, which is out on the 20th of October. I, I nearly pre-ordered this yesterday. I saw it on Hot UK really? Deals for £37 at Curry's. I was so close to pulling the trigger. Why didn't you? Because I need money. <laughs> you and me both. Uh, right, then we got to see a little glimpse of the second part of the Pokemon Scarlet Violet DLC, which is the Indigo Disc, uh, which is out in wintertime. And then we had one last thing to see in the direct. And yes, if you have guessed it, it is another remaster, remake, what you would like to call it. Um, but people would argue that this is the best game in the series. So, mm, Some people are wrong. The Origami King is the best game in the series. But anyway. I mean... Even stupid people have opinions. So, uh... <sighs> no, I, tell well, I won't stand for that. <laughs> I tell, I tell about. I've not, I've not played any in the series, so I'll, I'll take your word for it on that one. So yes, so we got to see Paper Mario: The Thousand Year Door, that was originally out on the GameCube, is now coming to the Switch. Thank goodness. I mean, it's blooming expensive. 
It's a good, it's a good job. It's coming. Oh out. yeah, no wonder you want to end the switch now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's one thing I'll give him. I know I took the mick out of him doing all these remakes, but Su- Super Mario RPG, blooming expensive. I mean, this one is very expensive. expensive. So it's it's making these games more accessible for people and bringing them to current gen consoles. So it, it's it? not it's not always a bad the... thing. The remaster slash port machine. I say Nick told the Wii U games, and I was going for all the consoles. Could, could have just done a done a GameCube collection for Switch Online, which I'm sure they'll do eventually. But yeah. yep. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you've played it before, then you know what it's all about. Um, fortunately, I have not, so I think I recall uh, you get the help of. A female Goomba. I forgot what her name is. I'm sure it was in the in the trailer for it. But I know it's all about essentially like trying to help the stars and stuff in that as well. Um, I think Bowser's in your team in this, or are you against him as usual? Probably. I think he can be. So this this is like got a classic kind of JRPG combat style where you've got a like a roster. Yeah. And then you can use your moves to fight against enemies and get through them. Yep. Um, but this plays slightly differently to the Origami King because that one used a, um, how do I explain it? A bit like a dartboard, and you had them going around you. Yeah, it was like a roulette um, board. Yeah. Wasn't it? Uh, but this one, it's like the straight in front yeah, of it's, you. Yeah, it's very traditional, pretty much like Super Mario RPG. It's a very traditional mm. um, turn-based JRPG. Um, where again, I think you know, if you time your moves. You can get like double attacks on them. So, um, yeah, fans for Paper Mario, I'm sure loved seeing this news. Um, I'd, I'd love to eventually play a, a Paper Mario game. Like I remember playing the the game, the RPG games on the DS, which I thought were quite fun. The Mario and Luigi games. So, mm. um, if there's anything like that, brilliant. Looking forward to it. And that's how we finish the direct on that one. That's out next year. So, good old number of games coming out in 2024 for the Switch machine. Uh, does anyone have a particular highlight? Trombone Champ. Oh, I think it's got to be as <laughs> Trombone Champ. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll probably go for F099 just for the love of the racing games. So. For me, it's Luigi's Mansion 2 HD. Love them games. Honourable mention to uh, Dave the Diver. Oh yeah, definitely. I'll throw in Princess Peach. Sure time. Ah oh, yeah, that was that was nice. Yeah, we'll get that. Right, well that was everything that Nintendo showed us, and now we're going to see what Sony decided to show us. Yeah, not to be outdone. <laughs> yep. So on Thursday, September fourteenth, they had their state of play, their new state of play. Mhm. What a an interesting first game. Yeah, interesting is a good word for it. So we got to see baby steps. <laughs> yeah. I, I really thought this this guy looked like Seth Rogen. How was designed. <laughs> they were maybe going for that design. Yeah, I can see it. <laughs> like I, was re- yeah. I was like, hmm, okay. So if it was a film version, yeah, I could imagine him oh, absolutely, that character. Yeah. Yeah. But um, this is from the makers of uh, Getting Over It with Bennett Fodder. The, um, oh, of course it would be. The let's just say, anger-inducing game <laughs> that came out. So in this, basically, a guy wakes up in a, a patch of mud, 
presumably after a night out. And you basically control his legs independently, trying to walk. Yeah. Just like it, yeah. And it looks deliberately frustrating. Oh, of course. I mean, it's, let's face it, it's a walking sim in the most literal sense. Yeah, exactly. It's like Quop. If you've uh, never heard of it, QWOP, um, you had to like control a uh, an athlete on this like 100 meter track, but you did it with like his basically both parts like of the leg. Like his joints or something. Yeah, yeah, so you had to like run with the joints and it was frustrating. Yeah. And, uh, basically, he was just trying to climb up this little slope where and then slipping down and then he climbed on a few posts, then a tree. And he was mumbling to himself as well, wasn't he? Like, post, post, tree. Ooh, 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 God. <laughs> and then there was this weird conversation about a grappling hook. Yeah. With this dude. Yeah, dude, just go with the grappling hook. Oh, yeah, just go with the grappling I left that grappler. I left that thing. Yeah, that, that's where the Seth Rogen stuff came in. Yeah, the, the humour was there. <laughs> yeah. And then he carried on and then tried to go around a cliff face and they just fell off. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> much that's that's pretty much where the the uh, full ragdoll mechanics look really funny though. I like, I like that. It's good. And then there was like a quick montage of other bits of the game where one yeah. way it was going up a little slope and there was a boulder going towards it. <laughs> Very Takeshi's castle. <laughs> yeah. All red is the lost dog. And there's one where he's on a skateboard. Yeah. And then, and then he just, falls off again. Just... So he just fell <laughs> off. Yeah. But yeah. So interesting. Now that comes out in summer 2024. Yeah, I'll I'll give it a go. So yeah, do you think it'll be like a PS Plus game? Nah. Oh, ooh, ooh, that's an interesting point. Actually, it's the sort of thing I can imagine probably would. I, I could see it. I could I could definitely see it being like a, like a taster. Like if you want to, if you if you want to have the game, and put it on PS Plus. Hmm. Hmm. Might be able to support it. And then we got that oh, that incessant Roblox coming to PlayStation. The announcement we've all been waiting for. Yeah. Yeah, one for the kids. And the oh, I don't know. Did you not did you not see the, the Call of Duty clone they were showing up? <laughs> for the kids. Well, wow, he's yeah. not wrong. Yeah, so that's Coming to PS4 on the 10th of October. I don't know if it said anything about PS5 though, did it? I couldn't. Did they really just say PS4? Huh. That's what I grasped. That's strong. Well, I can. Yeah, I can imagine it being on PS4. I'm surprised it wouldn't have like a PS5 version, but then I don't know how you'd. Anyway, it. they'll probably whack it on <laughs> PS5 as well. So. Probably. Yeah. And then we got some VR games after that. Yeah. Mm. So. I like the look of this first one. Yeah, oh, if you've ever it. wanted to be a Ghostbuster, this, yeah. this one could be for you. Ghostbusters Rise of the Ghost Lord. Mm. Mm. VR. But I was kind of put off a minute initially when it said it's, it's a multiplayer VR game. So you squad up with other people. Mm-hmm. It's going to be can... um, Star Trek Bridge Crew all over again, isn't it, boys? We're all going to buy it and <laughs> never play it. Yeah, I want, hey, I want to be our <laughs> Well, yeah, and that. I, I don't. But you can style a character. You can upgrade your proto wand. Mm. Uh, there's gear. 
So you got turrets, shields, and decoys. And then you do it all to take on this big boss chap for the Ghost Lord. Yeah, that's it. But apparently it does have like a single player thing. Where I can't I don't know if I read this right, but it said an AI ghost companion. Hmm. Which seems strange if you're a Ghostbuster and you've got a, a ghost companion. I don't know. I might have read that wrong. Mm, I I recall something like that, like some sort of companion that'll be with you. Yeah. Because at least at least that means I'd be able to play it on my own. So um but that releases on October the twenty sixth. Stacked. Yep. Stacked October that is. Uh this next one though, God. I don't want to cry. No. But I might. <laughs> Absolutely up my street. Yeah. Go on then. Well, we got to see a new look at the VR mod for Resident Evil 4 remake. Why would anyone play these games in real? Why would you not? They like to be scared. Exactly. It's the, it's Some the people thrill. are weird. Some people are just weird. Well, I never said I was normal. It frightened me playing it normally on the demo. Never mind playing it in VR. <laughs> I'll admit, I, I do think there's going to be some parts of this that it's just going to be like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, just take the headset off and let them kill you. Um, Del, Del Lego, the uh, the big mutant that's in the lake, the one at the end of the trailer that was jumping over you. Oh, yeah. That's going to be a bit frightening. <laughs> um, but I really like how this looks. I like how everything's in, interactive. You can like dual wield stuff. Like there was a guy that was showing off his uh, revolver ocelot skills towards the end there with his revolving revolvers. <laughs> yeah. So. That's good though. Really, I, I'm I look forward to it. This is like this would definitely get me the PSVR too. What? Mad don't, Man. Don't look at me with Mad disgust, Man. all right? But that wasn't all from Resident Evil 4, was it? No, we got to see. Well, it's our first look at some DLC, a new campaign that's going to be in uh, Resident Evil 4 remake called Separate Ways. Um, now this is a remake of the mode in the original Resident Evil 4. Um, so this is where you get to see um, a new side of essentially what, what you went through uh, with Leon in the campaign, but now you get to see it through the eyes of Ada. So you get to see essentially what her whole mission uh, was about and what she was doing uh, throughout the game. So she's trying to get some some amber for, for old Mr. Mr. Wesker, uh, who wants it for nefarious means. Um, so you'll be doing s- similar stuff um, to what to imagine what Leon did, um, but just in a separate path. Hence the name. So, but I'm looking forward to it because it looks like you go you traversal around with the grappling gun as well, which seems to be new. So we'll see how that could get involved in, in combat situations. I will see that around... I believe they just said... It's out oh, now. No. Yay! More Resident Evil for me. I always like it when they do free updates. I don't feel as fleeced. Ooh. Good for them. To mention that, it is actually a 
paid DLC. Is it? <laughs> yeah. I thought it was free. <laughs> so the, there is a free update part of it. So they, did, they, didn't, they did show the Mercenaries um, game mode is going to get a free update. Uh, with two other characters. So that's going to be Ada and um, Albert Wesker. But Separate Ways itself, I've heard, it is about $9.99. So. Change my mind. Rip off merchants. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, from, from the reviews of what I've seen, um, it's worth the money. So, but that's to the uh, hold of the person. So, I'll wait for Gold Edition. Don't even Game of the Year edition. Then never Ooh. play it. My opinion. Anyway, shall we move on? Yeah, shall we move on to what I think quite possibly is probably the most irritating trailer I've seen for a game for a long, long time? Ooh, bit of a hard take there. Here is him. Interesting. Yeah, because all it was is just this Navi banging on that they're a Navi and they're protecting the world. This is my home. I'm a Navi. This is my homeland. I have to protect it. And they just kept repeating that throughout the entire trailer. And Don't it forget. Irritated the hell out of me. Don't forget they're a Navi. Yes. Yep. And they're blue. Oh, of course they're blue. That's and I wasn't interested in the film to begin with, and now this is making me not interested in this at all. Although there was a flying thing in there. True. Called it Ikran, I think they called it. Probably. <laughs> and it's crafting! Because of course you can have crafting. It's always crafting. Yeah. And cooking. I think it was, well, they stuck something in a something. stove or something, I don't know. Uh, riding a horse-like creature thing. Mm-hmm. So about four legs. Bow and arrows. Guns. guns. Yeah, guns and rocket launchers appeared in there as well. But, yeah. Ubisoft, didn't it? Paint by numbers. I am getting a Far Cry vibe. In terms of gameplay. Well, I was getting a feeling that as well. I've, I've seen quite a few of the discourse on that game uh, saying it's, it's got quite a Far Cry vibe to it. Which could be a good thing. I mean, I I liked the look of it from what I saw. Graphically, it looked pretty impressive. I think it's just the subject matter does it interest me. Yeah, I mean, if if it weren't Avatar, but then saying that, this could be the piece of me that actually gets me to like Avatar. Maybe. I like the Avatar films. I watched the first one seven times when it first came out, and I've, I've only watched the second Jesus one once. Jesus Christ! All right, off off air, we're gonna be. <laughs> We're having that conversation. Really why, words, why you would watch that seven times, but anyway. Because it was when 3D I, I was becoming more prominent. Once was enough for me. <laughs> but anyway. I like Waste of My Life. But, but, by the way, we were not mentioned. It is called Avatar Frontiers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we don't mention the title. Uh, and it will be out on 7th December. I, I can't wait to play this and explore Pandora. I think it's going to be good. As a Navi. As a Navi. And I will protect and the you'll home. Protect yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, something a little bit more interesting. Yeah, this looks pretty cool. Ghost Runner yeah. 2. Fast-paced cyberpunk good. athletic. Mm. That's the that... whole like samurai feel I had, had going yeah. for it. But is, is this one of those games where it's a bit like a trial and error? Is it something you've got to do it all in one run or something like that? I've not played the first one. I, I think so. I think I think the whole gimmick of it is that like you you have to do everything really quick and if you slow yeah. down then like you basically die. So it's it's all about 
quick movements, time and stuff, and, and movement and stuff. So yeah, that comes out October twenty sixth. Stacked. But there's a demo out now. Hmm. We'll we'll be mean to give it a go. We took a bit of a left turn here. We've got an aspect about hardware. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people are banging around that this were going to be the new PS5 Slim. But it wasn't. Yeah, I've seen, I've heard murmurs of it. Oh, I'd never put two, I, I, I never heard that rumour, but fair oh. enough. Okay. Yeah, so we've got the, um, the Deep Earth Collection. So there's mm. a new DualSense and console cover colours. Mm-hmm. So we've got Volcanic Red, yep. Cobalt Blue, and Sterling Silver. Which is your favourite? I like Sterling Silver, personally. But I, I like them all. They all look cool. They all do look quite nice, actually. Yeah. I'd happily buy any of them. Mm. Yeah, I think I was leaning to Cobalt Blue. It looks like a really nice... Sh- standoutish blue i think silver for me is just giving a bit of uh, nostalgia for ps1 yeah i think that's probably what drew me to that yeah well i know it's not exactly the same color it's it's gray the ps1 but you know it's close enough closest we'll probably get (laughs) well they should release one they should well until we run into like another playstation anniversary and they do it well yeah Yeah. maybe maybe as it it seems to with every console (laughs) When did it come um, out? 96? Was it? PlayStation. Did it come out in 96? Four, was it? Four, I think. I think 96 was the Western uh, release. All right, so we could see a 30th anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. Like a faceplate and a controller for it. Yeah, I'd be down for that. Uh, But then we went back to the games, didn't we? To Helldivers 2. I don't know about you, but I kept thinking this was like a, a Star Wars game where you had a, a squadron of stormtroopers. That's what it felt like. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was more like starship troopers to me. <laughs> well, and that as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, bang that. on that. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. We saw these guys doing a mission, didn't we? Trying to take this giant... Yeah, a bunch of the devs playing. Alien out. I hate when they do this. They're like, oh, we're going to show it off. And they're like, oh, we've got to pretend we're on comms. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd be down for that sort of stuff. Oh, yeah. I, hate, I hate that kind of stuff. Yeah. So they're teaming up to take a, a bio titan, I think they called it. So one player Seriously. got killed by it. And then this was a thing that I quite liked is that um, one of them had a rocket launcher called the Recoilless. And his teammate was reloading it for him. Yeah, so I, guess I like, saw that, yeah. It was like a, like a bit of a teamwork to load in RPGs. That was cool. And then there was the hilarious moment where someone threw a thing down for like an aerial bombardment and it ended up killing one of his teammates. Yeah. It's like, oh, <laughs> that, you that killed would, me. That would absolutely be Nathan killing one of us. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or oh, just killing myself. <laughs> I'm just going to throw this down and see how it goes. Well, I mean, he did in Warzone, so... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is it's not really usually my type of game, but it's 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 not the worst looking live service I've seen. Nah. So, yeah, I, I, I'd agree. Fun. I've seen a lot worse. But, yeah. Uh, that comes out February eighth next year. Mm-hmm. That's good. And then of course we're moving on to the big one. 
which seems to be kept. I don't know why we keep getting told about this game constantly. Just, just get it out. Just so, in case yeah. people don't know. Yeah, in case we keep forgetting about it. Spider-Man uh, 2. Yeah, Marvel Spider-Man 2. Uh, they just some extra details, really. So we've got double the map size. Yeah. Because that includes Queens and Brooklyn. Uh, showed off a bit about the web rings. You can yep. combine that with your web swinging. I like mm. I can switch between Peter and Miles almost instantaneously. That's mm. pretty cool. Almost. About as quick as it probably could be. Like, I don't know how else mm. you could really... I, I hope, I mean, they showed off a little bit, but I do hope there's there's more variety to the, you know, when you switch and then, like, they're, they're, like, they're probably doing something random or yeah. something. You know, like how GTA 5 did it, where it's like... Yeah, like Trevor's waking up in, like, Trevor a way in the middle of the desert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool where it's just like, oh, I'm just reading the newspaper and then just put it down and just getting swinging. Uh, new activities and storylines appear in the open world by visual cues. It said a uh, new AR tech in the suit shows already discovered activities or to locate new ones. Cool. That's quite good. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously we've got the return of the friendly neighborhood spider app to track areas of interest. But it said some activities were specific to each hero. I can see that because they said yeah. that some people might want Miles to do something or Peter, depending on what it is and what and where where it is as well. Thought that was quite interesting. Yeah, I do like where it was like um, Miles was very specific to um, like Brooklyn and I imagine it could be like Harlem. Like if there's any stuff that needs to be doing around there, they want Miles to come because it's their Spider-Man there. And like maybe mainline New York will be more kind of Peter's. Definitely Queens. I'll just take any Spider-Man. <laughs> just come save the day. Yeah, I'm being called. I'll take any. Yeah, I don't care what colour you are. Yeah. <laughs> red. The other one is red. The other one is. Right. Well, I can't wait to swing into that one. Hey, I did like that. There was the cool new um, sort of like double team takedowns as well, where like Peter was fine a dude, and then. Miles just comes swinging in, kicking him in the face, and then Peter's like, yeah. <laughs> they also mentioned a new district progress system. Don't really know what that means, exactly. But that's what unlocks the fast travel. That was cool. Oh, good. Better. Instead of stupid towers. All the time, towers everywhere. Well, that fast travel thing was cool. It just zooms into the map. Hmm. Yeah, you just you follow you follow you just like uh, web wings into it, don't you? That was cool. It's just a shame it's in a game the way you're probably not going to use fast travel that much because well, that's, the, the traversal is one of those fun like tricks. swinging around. Yeah, like the first two games, I did it like maybe once or twice just to kind of see how it looked, and then like, but it's just so fun just swinging around the city. Like they've made yeah. traversal fun to do. And that's always like the worst thing about like an open world is always like the traversal. Yeah. Like again, point A to B. But as like with Spider Man, it's just like it's just so fun. Yeah. Plus you get to do like tricks in the air and stuff, so that's always cool. Yeah, and now you've got the web wings as well. Yeah. Yep. Even more variety. Apparently it's like you can get around the city three times as fast, I think there's a mention of it. Well, if it's double the size, that's even better, isn't it? So Yeah. Good. Uh you can customize more, it appears. 
uh, with activities. So you got you master additional combat abilities, uh, more traversal skills. Don't really know what that means, but improve your gadgets, upgrade your new tech, uh, your new suit tech systems, uh, and new suits. Over 65 suits, apparently. Wow. That's a whole world of suits. Is, is, is it, is it, it going to be 65 plus the four different variants of the suit as well? Because they did show off like you had Pierre in the classic suit and there was like three different coloured versions of that classic suit. Uh, pass. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure they'll let us know. I, I hope so. And then there's a mention of the suit style system. Apparently there's more than 200 ways to outfit your player. But they didn't really go into depth to this so I didn't understand what this meant exactly if it's anything like the other games uh, it used to be when you locked a suit that suit had a specific unique um trait to it so you know like how um in the original one of the suits had uh, could only have the um spider arms it could be that like you can freely Eventually, oh, I, you can I freely use those traits on any suit you wanted, but when you started off, you could only unlock that trait and it would stay with that suit. Yeah. So it could be okay. that. that makes sense if that's the case. Um, but yeah, that, that's pretty much all that was really shown for that, wasn't it? Mm. And as we know, October 20th. Stacked. As always. I've got nothing to say on the next one. Tales of Rise Beyond the Dawn. Yeah. I believe it is a uh, DLC for the original game, which is Tales of Arise. So if you like your Tales games, there's more Tales. <laughs> the traditional JRPG there. Yeah. I'm sure you've got a lot to say about the next game as well. What, Honkai Star Rail? Yep. Got tons to talk about that, mate. Yep, see. I knew it. Yep, another JRPG. Out on the 11th of October. On to the Splatoon rip-off. Hey, I've, I've heard, heard good, Yeah, I've heard good people have liked this. Apparently, apparently when it the when Formstars got announced and then they had the demo for it, apparently everyone that played it said it was actually like their favourite game they played in that event. So I'm I'm actually kind of like I went from oh god, why is this to Actually, I kind of want to really want to play this now. Do you know what? After <laughs> seeing this trailer, I've already picked up my character. I'm going to be the barista door. Yeah, good name. Good name. Although I do like Penguin. Yeah. That, that was, yeah. Looks fun, though. I don't know. I don't know. This, this is a PS Plus thing to me. Oh, of course. <laughs> it's, it reminds me a bit like um, was it Destruction All All Stars? Yeah, that kind of thing. What? Yeah, that. Ah, <laughs> oh, I, I feel bad. It's, I hate when those games kind of get put out there to not do well. <laughs> what live service games? I hope anyway. they do get put out there to not do well. Uh, yeah. So they mentioned there's going to be two game modes to this. Mm. Um, I think there was like uh, it seemed like there was a traditional death match and there's like a team. Well, yeah, you get smash the star. Yeah, which is uh, you defeat the star player to win. 
How you become the star player, I don't know. I'll never know. Uh, it's like called unless you just <laughs> unless you just start as a star player, I don't know. And then there was Happy Bath Survival. Dominate the arena in teams of two with support from allies outside the arena. That sounds interesting. And then of course you've got your eight characters. Yep. We've already, we've already named the best ones anyway. And uh, yeah. there's an open beta from the 29th of September to the 1st of October. Mm-hmm. And the full game's out next year. Yeah. And then we had one final game. One little game. Mm. Well, what is it? I mean... Yeah, that's my question. What is going on? What, what is and it, it looks polished, but I've got no idea what we're happening. <laughs> I mean, it's absolutely polished. I mean, if you're not followed it, then, I mean, that's your loss. Uh, so, <laughs> all right. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. The second game in the trilogy of the remake of Final Fantasy VII. Um, so, I mean, this we are a massive new look at this game. Uh, and, I mean, I won't even know where to start, if I'm honest. <laughs> Uh, everything looks like it's gone to pot. Um, <laughs> yeah, every, yeah, yeah. Everything's sure. crashing. Uh, so I mean, so this is essentially uh, we're we're essentially seeing kind of still what would be kind of the beginning of the original game in essence, but we're seeing kind of more of it. So we're seeing um, the celebration of the new president of Shinra, who was taken over in Juan. And shooting off his big massive cannon because he can. Uh, we got to see uh, more of kind of the I suppose the, the open world aspects of it that that's going to have because now this is going to open up to more than just Midgar now. So we're going to see more of kind of the areas around um, that connects the different towns and cities within the world of Final Fantasy VII. Um, we've got to see more as well of the kind of flashback mission that Cloud starts um, narrating um, when they end up in, I think it's Calm. So essentially Cloud starts talking about how he kind of met Sephiroth. The whole story there of what the hell is going on. <laughs> Um, Sephiroth starts finding out stuff about his own past that he starts questioning. Um, and then we've got to more, it's good to see more of the, the combat and stuff. So we're going to see a lot more of the um, synergy double team um, attacks that we started initially seeing that got introduced in Intermission for the, the sort of the DLC for Final Fantasy VII Remake. Get to see more. Um, like double team finishing moves and all that kind of stuff. Uh, got to see Red 13, the sort of dog cat character, finally playable because he, he wasn't playable in the original, but he kind of tags along. Now you get to play as him. Uh, you also get to play as a Scottish cat on a teddy bear. Kind of. Excuse uh, me. Okay. <laughs> Can you repeat? So the talking. A Scottish cat on a teddy bear. Yeah, it's the uh, so his name's I mean, it's Cave Sif, Cat Sif, something like that. Is the did you not see in the trailer the cat with the big fluffy pink monster thing? He might have skipped by. 
there was a lot in this trailer, all right? There was a lot to pack. So if you didn't notice it the first time around, I implore you to see it if you wanted to. Um, and then we got to see some new traversal uh, modes. So we got to see being in like a sort of like a buggy driving around. Uh, you also got chocobos to ride around as well. So you got to see one who was climbing a cliff face so you can get into like verticality stuff. And another one that was flying slash hovering. And then we got to see a collection of minigames that you get to play in the Golden Saucer as well. So there was like, there was chocobo racing. Uh, there was like the original kind of 3D polygonal fighting, uh, which you got to see Cloud fighting a soldier. Um, and then also the, the more bike racing as well, where Cloud slicing people up and cheating. And then what else? There was, I mean, I don't know what else to really kind of add. But the, there's so much back into this trailer that I can like, I, I'd need a hell of a lot more time to sort of go through what was going on. Um, but, I mean, it, this game is going to be absolutely massive, I think, when it comes out. So, and I'm looking forward to it, as always. Well, it will be massive if it's on two discs. Well, it will be, yes. The first PS5 game on two discs. Woo! There's a stat. There's a lot, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Out as well, funnily enough, on Leap Day. The 29th of February. The day that only comes around once every four years. Oh boy. This is, uh, yeah. Massive. And that was the state of play. What was your picks of the state of play? For me, Baby Steps. Looks fun. (laughs) Baby Steps. Fair enough. Obviously, Spider Man. <laughs> but we already know about uh, that. Uh, I would think uh, Baby States, but I'll go with Ghostbusters. Rise of the Ghost Lord. Mm. Just because I, I want an excuse to play a VR game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, just, just one more from me, sorry. Just oh, to annoy Mark, Avatar Frontiers <laughs> of Pandora <laughs> story. That's <laughs> probably where you're going to go with this. <laughs> Um, I am massively torn between Resident Evil, Spider-Man, and Final Fantasy VII. So, you know what? I'm g- I'm gonna go with Final Fantasy. There's there's some about remake that um I just absolutely loved, even though I, I I hadn't even gone anywhere near to be like completing the original. But some about it just like hooked me, and I think the same thing for this trailer. Just it seems massively ambitious. I mean, there's a Scottish cat. There's no more ambition than well, that. I say, that's oh, you are. You have sold me on that. Scottish cat. So. <laughs> so there you go. That's the state of play. And that's it for the news. Shall we move to what we're currently playing? Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Nate, do you want to kick us off? Oh, my 15 seconds of fame. Go on yeah. then. Ooh. Right. So it's going to be super duper quick. So I continue playing Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga and I managed to complete episode four, A New Hope. So got that bit done. And then since then, it's unlocked a couple of other episodes I can do. So I think I could do episode one, The Phantom Menace, 
or there's another one that I can't remember, but I think I'm going to go into The Phantom Menace next because that was the first Star Wars film I ever watched and actually the first film I ever watched at a cinema. So I've got a lot of nostalgia for that. So playing it in... Um... Really? God, that makes me feel old. <laughs> if, that's, if that's the first thing you watched at the cinema, because that was 1999. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think what, oh, well, what was blind. We're very deprived children. Oh, blind. <laughs> I think mine was Toy Story. When was that? 96? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I were asleep for most of that film. And I woke up for the pod racing, which is probably the best bit, and then <laughs> fell asleep again. So, I mean, you're probably not wrong there. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, cracking on with that. And also, just want to talk a little bit about FIFA. Because, um, unfortunately, me and Mark had a couple of games of co-op <laughs> on Thursday night. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I, yeah. Um, yeah, it did not go as well as we would have liked. Um, oh, no. So the first three games were actually lost. Um, <laughs> I don't know why, but I channeled channeled my inner mat and I was sliding everywhere. Red cards were getting, like, yeah. coming you out. Would, like, you would have been proud of that. Slander on this. Yeah. Slander. I was giving penalties away, getting players sent off. It, I, I were out for blood. I've not had a red card in a while. What? What is this? Just is what it is. Follows you around. Though we, for the third match we played, we were losing three two, and we did get a last minute penalty that I missed. So. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I wish it were more. Happens to that one. But, <laughs> but after that, things did improve slightly. So. I think we played the next game. We were actually getting beat 1-0, which is not as good. But for some reason, they ended up quitting, giving us the win. And that yeah. galvanised us to th- say, one more. Go on, one more. As you do. And so we played another game. And we were 2-0 up. And um, just to make it a bit more interesting, Nathan decides to two-foot someone <laughs> and get well, a play yeah. sent off. And, um, and then they decide to fight back and it goes to 2-2. And then I think it was 3-2, and then 3-3. And then at some point it got to 4-4. And then in extra time, we got the winner and actually won a match for the evening. And we're like, that's it. Wow. Finishing on a high. Yeah, we had a good break. Fair enough. Yeah. For the man down as well. Yeah, Yeah, that's it. We're we're still better than them. To be honest, there were a couple of them games where I felt that we could, we could have done, we could have won. If I wasn't a slidey. Yeah, if we, but... if we had full, a member, full team, then yeah, we might have done. Yeah. But anyway. And the, thing is, the penalty, you know, that could have gone either way. So. Yeah, I mean, it were on target. It's just that they went the right way. Anyway, it happens. It happens. It happens. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's literally all I've been playing. So, yeah. What about you, Mark? Yes, so, so with the, the new game just having released, I... Jumps back onto the fighting game train. Ooh. I went to play Mortal Kombat 11. Oh, nice. So, brief story thing. So, having battered uh, evil dude Shinnok uh, in the previous game, Dark Raiden, as he's known now, um, decides to unleash his fury and chop this guy's head off. As you do. It's my boy. And yep. yeah, following this, uh, Shinnok's mother, called Kronika, who also happens to be the keeper of time, turns up and vows to rewrite history. And 
basically get rid of Ryan from existence. Um, and then we move on to the thing with the special forces strike team. So, you know, Johnny Cage, Sonya Blade, interestingly voiced by Ronda Rousey. Cassie Cage as well. And uh, Jackie Briggs. Is it? Yeah, that's right. Isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and they launch a large-scale attack on the Netherrealm. And it succeeds, but it comes at a major cost. And also, due to Chronicles' shenanigans, various fighters from their younger days end up being brought back into existence. So you get like a young Johnny Cage, um, young Baraka, I don't know, tons of, there's about 10 people turn up. And then there's something about an army of cyborgs of the Lin Kuei. I'll be honest, I don't fully understand this. And they're being un- unleashed by a guy called Giras, 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 something like that. Two dudes called Kotal Khan and Shao Khan. They get into ruckus just to see who's the biggest meathead, I think. <laughs> um, then there's Jax. He's having a midlife crisis, living in the middle. He's basically living in the middle of nowhere like a hermit. And then he ends up making a silly decision, uh, which he thinks is in the best interest of his daughter. And other things happen. And basically, it all ends up in a big fight. You know, it's Mortal Kombat. That's kind of how it works. And then uh, something happens to one of our heroes, and they end up doing something which changes the future. Now, if you know anything about Mortal Kombat 1, the new game, you might know what that probably is anyway. It says gameplay, it's kind of, as you might expect, it's, you know, they've been doing this long enough, haven't they? Oh, yeah. So, I think they've kind of nailed down what it is. So, the smooth gameplay, you know, they're very fluid, they're fast-paced. The backgrounds are really impressive. I do like the background scenery. There's one set in, like, a temple kind of thing. It's got, like, autumn leaves blowing around and that kind of thing, and looks really good. It's like something out of Ghost of Tsushima, that kind of thing. Hmm. I do like some that you can interact with certain things in the background, so I do like grabbing onto an innocent NPC in the background and just chucking them <laughs> at the opponent. Oh, Paul Block. <laughs> yep. I think this has got better balancing of the characters than what I played X, X or 10 or whatever you want to call it. Because hmm. I thought some there were a couple of characters in there who thought were a bit OP. Now, what I did like about this is that in the campaign, in certain chapters, you'll be following two characters. So two people will be going off and doing something together. And when it comes to a fight, it'll give you the choice of which character, which of those characters you want to use in the fight. And then the other character will go, oh, I will go over here and do this thing while you fight. It's quite well done. You know, it's, it's because whoever you choose, it's got to do dialogue for each separate character. And it does that pretty quickly. So that's that's quite good. I'm not one for perfecting things like combos or anything like that. I am, of course, a button masher. <laughs> that's all you need. Honest, you know, button mashing wins the day, I found. No. Unpredictability, that's what I call it. Some things in battles that you can do, there's a thing called fatal blows. So it's a bit like the X-ray moves from the previous ones. Uh, these deal massive damage, but they you can only use them once your health has depleted under 30%. Which seems like a bit of cheating to me. If I'm battering somebody, they suddenly shouldn't get a special move to use them. Mm. Yeah, it's I like rubber banded I, I suppose it's, it's one of those, like, give them, like, yeah. a second chance sort of thing. Yeah. They don't deserve it in Mark's opinion. Exactly, yeah. They've been beaten for a reason. Exactly. And then we've got crushing blows. I didn't really understand how this worked, but it's like it's it's like if you 
time a particular hit that it kind of zooms in and shows a bit of an X-ray, like, like smacking them. Yeah. yeah. I usually saw that when I was doing that like, uppercuts. Just smack it. See, jaw. <laughs> and then they've got this thing called custom variation, which is like a... You can customise the character's like skins and gear and the moves and that kind of thing. Mm. Seems like a neat thing, but I'm just too lazy to go and modify all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and I think also with this, there's a uh, there's a, a sense of grind about it because they've got a in-game currency called yeah. crystals with a K, of course, because everything has to be with a K in these games. And I presume they're to unlock skins and all that. And of course, you've got your campaign, as I mentioned. Uh, then you've got other game modes. You've got your classic towers. So you know, you, you set number of people you beat up. So you can either uh, go against five, eight, or twelve opponents in like a gauntlet. And then you've also got an endless tower, which just keeps going until you lose. Uh, and then there's a twenty-five opponent tower, but your health carries over from each fight. Oh, so you get weaker. Hmm. Yeah, and then there's a really weird other game mode, which I didn't. Admittedly, I didn't spend too long in, but maybe because I thought I just don't understand the point of this. But it's it's a thing called the crypt, and it's in a third person view, and you just go around this temple at night, and there's just a bunch of treasure chests located throughout this entire thing. And each chest to open costs in-game currency. So I've got mm. like 150,000 K coins or whatever they're called. I don't know what they're called. And that's all it is. There's no fights or anything. It's just you just run around this crypt, smashing through walls, and just opening these chests and spending your own in-game currency. I can remember something similar on Mortal Kombat. Oh, uh, could it be stuff well, like it be a unlock like? Maybe you can like, like extras and stuff for it. I think for the extras that I would get, it was like like pictures and music and stuff. Hmm. To be fair, there, I, I remember there was one quite similar in Mortal Kombat X, where you uh, it was this was in first person, where you went around like this kind of level, um, and you could you could potentially run into other more combat characters in which then you, you like engage into like a fight or something but then there was like there was other times where um randomly you get surprise attack by like, like like this hell dog i remember one specific that i really hated you where you went into a cave and it's like random chance these like encounters but i walked forward and i get randomly attacked by like a spider and it was a surprise. And I was like, that's that's great. I'm not playing this game anymore. <laughs> uh, don't know why. I don't know why they had the more combat, but okay. Well, I didn't come across any enemies at all, but I admittedly I only played it for about like 10 minutes. I was just wandering around, just wondering, what's the point of this? Why am I here? I just go out into a courtyard and there was a guy hanging. Oh, lovely. Nice. But he was still alive, struggling. Oh. Can't even put him out of his misery. Nope. But anyway, that's that weird game mode, I don't know. But of course, I've got to talk about the guest characters. So in recent Mortal Kombat, obviously you get these cool guest characters that turn up. 
So in this one, we have five. So we start off with Spawn. Ooh. Yeah, so he's got his, I don't know what they're called, but he's got his, all his chain stuff and his big massive cape and all that. He seems like a pretty cool character. And then I don't understand why we've also got the Joker. Because when you've got Injustice, I don't know why he's been brought into this. Well, it's it's probably because like in the Injustice games, there's there's always had like they've had a, like a guest more combat character in it. Uh, maybe, yeah. Because like, oh, I, I think know. in maybe Injustice Two, I think there was yeah. like I think Sub Zero appeared. Right. Obviously, a bit diluted to his usual self. Can't do what he would normally do, <laughs> but um, why not? Why not? When it's in the superhero game. <laughs> Surely he should right, be. He can't do his usual fatalities, shall we say? Oh, I see. Well, we can't, we can't do should. that kind of stuff. He should. Um, but we'll just, you know, we'll bring the Joker in, but then we'll make him vicious and actually, you know, kill people. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty. The Joker's pretty vicious in this. Yeah. Uh, so he smacks people around with a cane. Uh, occasionally he pulls out a puppet with a like a gun in his, mm. his mouth. And I quite like how he pulls out these uh, boxing gloves, these massive boxing gloves on springs. <laughs> They're pretty funny. There's uh, there's what there's another one as well where like there's like a patient in a wheelchair and he just grabs the patient and just uses him like a baseball bat. <laughs> yeah. Another it's a bit where, random, but like okay. It's like a jack in the box. And then he punches a hole in the chest and he just puts the jack in the box in the chest and then obviously it springs up and just knocks the head off. <laughs> yeah. That's a brutal fatality. <laughs> I mean they're very thoughtful these these fatalities they do think about them quite a lot think, yeah. other characters so we've got robocop i quite liked his fatality so it goes into first person to begin with and then like he obviously pulls his gun out and uh, shoots his shoots the opponent's hand off and then ed 209 just shows up behind and just starts blasting the opponent away and we've got rambo sylvester stallone's here slashing him with his massive combat knife and he pulls out his bow and arrow as well. I quite liked playing as Rambo. I thought he was pretty cool. And mm. uh, then we finish off with the Terminator. Mm, so, good Arnold. One fatality I did like of this is um, he generates like a time sphere and sends the opponent to the future, to the war between Skynet and the Resistance. And then one of the Chrome Terminators just blasts the opponent to smithereens <laughs> in the middle of the war. Nice. Yeah, That's, cool. That's quite imaginative, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So I do want to go on and play Mortal Kombat 1, but I think I'm going to wait for like a complete edition or something. Oh, that'll eventually be a complete edition. That's, that's the problem with fighting games nowadays, is that you always got missing characters, aren't you? And characters that come down the line. Although I have to say the guest characters in the new ones don't excite me that much. I kind of liked these cool 80s action ones from the previous two games. Oh, the I'm, I'm now we're getting to more uh, comic stuff. Homelander and Omni-Man. Well, I've not watched The Boys yet, so that doesn't really mean much to me yet. Plus, Peacekeeper. Good old John Cena. Peacekeeper. Peacemaker. Peacemaker, sorry. But yeah. I was getting mixed up with the Keeper. Only. But in general, the, the DLC characters in the new one don't particularly excite me. We'll see. I'll move on to it eventually. We'll see. Because he, he has had good so. reviews. Apart from the Switch version. But... <laughs> Less talked about the Switch version, the better. Yeah. <laughs> but the the other versions have had very high reviews, so I'll get it eventually. When we get a full game at some point. Good. So go on, Matthew. What have you played? What have I played? So uh 
got quite a few on my list that I'll run down. So one that you'll not be surprised to hear, as I've continued over the last, seems like forever now, uh, has been Judgment. Finished it yet? I have. Hey. I have finally nice. finished Judgment. Uh, finally got through the story and really enjoyed it, actually. Really, really liked uh, where the story went um, and all the twists and stuff. So trying to recall where I was from last time. Basically, from, from where it's sort of continued is Yugami just starts basically unraveling everything. So basically, like, the whole um, uh, Yakuza murders that have been happening, where all of them were getting sort of their eyes gouged at, um, who this mole killer really was, um, what did, like, the Ministry of Health have to do with this stuff as well, like, and, like, how that involved ADDC, how, like, another Yakuza family got involved. Um, even Even... One I didn't see coming is sort of a bit of a surprise twist of um, one of the characters that sort of comes out and helps you ends up sort of having their own twist and how how they're all involved and stuff. And no, really, really enjoyed it. Loved loved the story. Um, all the like all the story beats and like the progression, uh, how it all went. Enjoyed it. Lo- loved all the mini games and stuff. Um, I do wish I'd probably gone through and completed some of them but like it, it got to a point like i didn't finish all the drone racing stuff because you, you, you have to like you have to eventually start like upgrading your drone and getting all like better pieces and stuff um just to start then competing in like these grand prix and i, I, I was starting to get to a point now i was just like i just i want to finish the story i just need to finish the story just focus on the story <laughs> don't get distracted by minigames um, and just absolutely plan through it, but really loved it. Absolutely enjoyed it. Um, Final fight was really good as well. Um, who you end up sort of fighting. So there we go. Finally, finally got judgment uh, off my plate. Um, and I think I'm gonna I'm gonna give the Kuza series um, a little rest. I like to take breaks in between games. I'll play like a couple back to back, and then I'll give it a break after a bit because. They do. I, I I feel bad saying this. They do start feeling samey once you start against like you, you know your typical. You'd be in you know Yakuza up in the middle of the street. Um, you got similar mini games here and there. Stories have similar twist beats here and there. Like they're enough different for each game that they feel fresh. But I think it's more the gameplay and stuff that feels quite samey. Now that I'm getting into the um, Dragon Engine style games, each one's going to feel, I think, quite similar. Um, although, really, I've only got, I've got Lost Judgment left, um, Like a Dragon, and Ishin left. So from those three, each one is going to feel quite different from one another. Yeah. So I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna tackle like a dragon next. I think I'm gonna go there because it's quite different enough that it will feel fresh. Obviously, it's not a beam up. It's more of a typical JRPG turn based, um, but with its wacky Yakuza style to it. So I'm, I'm actually looking forward to moving into that. But yeah, we'll get we'll get there once I get there. So the next game I end up moving on to um, is relatively a short one 
Um, but it's got a lot of endings. Um, it's a bit of a, a bit of a cult favorite amongst uh, amongst gamers. It's one that I believe you've played quite a while ago, um, Mark, at some point. It's got a bit of a, a bit of a Stanley feel to it, should we say? Oh, yeah. you know where I'm trying to go with that. So I've been wanting to play this for quite a while, like but I've had, I've owned it for some time. And I was like, I wanted to find the perfect time to start playing. I thought this would be like the perfect cleanser from all the Yakuza stuff they're going to. I wanted to find against this. So I started playing the Stanley Parable. Oh. Is this the 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 new the the yeah the yeah, deluxe yep. kind it, of upgrade yeah. version? Because yeah. I bought it, but I've not played that version yet. Yeah, so with that one, there's because I know it's got some a couple extra of differences, it. and it's got some extra endings. Yeah. So, and if you if you never played Stanley Parable, um, you play as Stanley, uh, in Office four two seven, I believe it is. Four two seven, four three seven, something like that. Um, and you're in your own little office cubicle, uh, doing your own little office work, just pressing some buttons, getting on with the day. Um, and then suddenly one day you find that the office is empty. Uh, all your co-workers seem to have disappeared. You don't know why, you don't know what's going on. So you have left your office to investigate. Uh, while you're doing all this, you are getting narrated basically over everything that's what was happening and stuff. And essentially how the game plays, you're in first person and the narrator will essentially say some things and it will say maybe... You know, Stanley goes to investigate and he comes to a, he comes to a room with two two doors and he takes the door on his left. And you could very well take the door on left on the left if you want, and if you do, uh, you start carrying on through in the story. You know, the narrator keeps on saying certain things, like comes to a set of stairs and the Stanley went up the stairs to his boss's office, um, which you can do or you could not do. And basically, there's just different things happen depending on if you follow the scenario or if you don't. So, and there's quite a few like different scenarios and endings that happen as well, depending on obviously what you've done and how you do it. Um, it's just it's just a lot of fun. It's just it's funny just to like it's hilarious. It's just funny to like um screw the narrator if you don't start doing what he, what he says or like he says what happens um so i mean i don't know how much i could i could spoil this game without like trying to divulge too much i mean yeah it's really it's something i think you just need to experience yeah it's 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 a game that's hard to explain what it is but it's just it's just hilarious and it's just insane sometimes like, like, I mean, one one clear ending is if you just completely do what the narrator says. So you do all the things he says. You know, you get to your boss's office. So oh, it's all empty. Oh, he's got this mysterious keypad behind his desk that you don't know the number of, but it's apparently somewhere in here, and apparently it's two eight four seven or something like that. <laughs> so you're like, oh, okay, that's that's quite interesting. You seem to suddenly know it. Um, it's funny how he's like, oh, and Sandy somehow guessed the number or something. And this huge bookcase starts opening. You start following. And you go into this elevator, going down into this basement and stuff. And then you find 
you end up in this room with like all these monitors surrounding this meant supposedly monitoring all the all the co-workers in each office and stuff and um like the, the ending eventually you do some stuff and you end up like getting to go outside and all that kind of stuff um but there's other ones where like if you, if you directly like ignore the narrative and like do the opposite of what he says like you take the door on the right you go through and you end up in this room with a telephone and apparently your wife's on the call but then you end up in what you think's your apartment um but then apparently it's fake like no it's like it's basically yeah it's basically like no two playthroughs ever feel the same no yeah and um I did, I did a few of the endings and then I started to look up like just how many there were I'm like Jesus Christ there yeah. are so many I I don't know if I'll like I've done a, you, a few of them have you, have you come across the button? Well, I won't say any more but have you come across the um, button? <laughs> but I'm guessing probably not a button, I want to say I think I a did a button involving a baby oh no sorry no not yet um, I think I'm across <laughs> the, I need to find where that might that might be um, there are just I've, some I've, ridiculous things in there. Yeah, it is, like, a, it is a ridiculous online. game. Oh, absolutely. Like, I've looked online, looks like how many different endings, like how you do them and stuff. So I might go through and get some of the others because I was yeah. thinking of like I looked at the trophy list for it and I was like, oh, there's not that many trophies. I might see if I can platinum it. But then like one of the trophies is literally do not play this game for ten years. Yes. Oh yeah, my god! And it's literal. Like you, yeah. you can't play this game for you. You have to go. You'd have to like. I imagine most people have like re, have like changed the dates of their like consoles and pushed it forward ten years to actually get the achievement. Yeah, this is the thing because on because I had it on Steam. Yeah. The, the achievement on that was five years, and I genuinely haven't played it five years since then. Yeah. So I, I could think, genuinely I get game, that achievement if I went to. The game did come out, I think it was in 2013, so like, this is the year, if you've not touched it, <laughs> to get that achievement, if you want it. Um, but yeah, there's some mad ones, like, I was looking at some others as well, like, there's one where you have to, um, you have to follow this, like, yellow line, the line about the, adventure line. the, the uh, yeah, the adventure line, uh, you have to, like, finish it, basically, to get that one. Uh, there was another one as well where on the on the keypad in the boss's office you have to press the number eight about eight times I think, and they and they said the number eight, and I just got the achievement. It's like, all right. So I, I think it's a game everyone should play just for the experience. Oh yeah, everyone everyone needs to play at least once just to just get a feel for it. And um, but it is madness. I've I've even got the soundtrack because I think the music's great. Oh yeah. It is quite, uh, some of it is quite charming. Um, yeah. And like quite, almost like elevator kind of music. Yeah, yeah. Like, like some of you just listen to is quite nice. Um, it's easily listening, yeah. Yeah. But when you get to the adventure line thing, that's got a piece of music which is fantastic. I, I might have to read uh, it over again uh, listen to it again. But um, yeah, it's just... You've you made me want to go back on it. <laughs> it's, it's madness, honestly. Um I even end up getting what's called the the broom closet ended. Oh yes. Um, yes. Where there's there's a route that you take, you come up to a broom closet, and if you go in and close the door, and just wait there, the narrator will just go through these like list of lines and starts getting irritated <laughs> yeah. that you've not left this broom closet, <laughs> yeah. and then eventually you get to a point where like, it'll tell you to like leave, and then when you leave, it like it just 
It's like, hey, you got this ending. Now just carry on doing what you're meant to be doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, absolutely it's kinda, love, love it's, it's kind of like they've... In your head, you're thinking, oh, the game can't have thought about this. And then you do that thing. And you find out the game has yeah. thought about that sort of thing. There you go. Yeah, yeah. There's, some, there's some mad stuff, but... I loved it. Um, I don't know if I'll... I want to go back to it to do some more of the endings but at the same time I'm like I feel like I've had my time with it and I've enjoyed yeah. it and I feel like I can move on because it's, it's not a game you can complete at all it's literally just there's multiple endings all different yeah, cause it's pretty stuff. much an endless loop really it feels like pretty it, much it, yeah. yeah um I might have a look at see some of the extra endings they put in to see what they've done so um but yeah, that was my time with the Stanley Parable. Uh, the next game uh, that I moved on to that came out in the Nintendo Direct, because I absolutely wanted to give this bad boy a go, F099. Oh, I thought you were going to say Trombone Champ. Trombone Champ, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd like to get out to that, but I mean, F099 is free, so. <laughs> so, any good thing? If you've bought an online. Uh, subscription. Oh yeah, that really? I, I can't do it then. Yeah, you can't do it. Sorry, Matt. Yeah. Um, no, absolutely, really enjoyed this. I was, uh, I want to say pleasantly surprised, but I mean, I, I enjoyed the the old F Zero games. So but this is really fun with nine nine people. Smooth online, didn't have any lag whatsoever. Um, people love bumping you off the track. Those naturally scallywags. Yeah. Um, but no, I really enjoyed it. So, um, like if you've ever played an F-Zero game, then you know what to expect. Fast-paced, futuristic um, racer, only with 99 people now instead of eight. Um, and it just gets hectic. Honestly, it's massively hectic. So, like, uh, when you start a race, everyone's, like, in a line. And there's, like, an initial phase of, like, getting, uh, you have to, like, get on these boost pads to get up to the initial track and then it starts going around and after every lap um there's um there's like a like the last say like four people um get eliminated and it's like you get like as oh, it's, like, it's like the track cycling so yeah so after each lap cycling, it, there's like a number of people that get eliminated if yeah. you're at the back yeah. um but on a, on a traditional, like, single 99 race, it is literally just, like, four laps. So, like, about roughly 20, 20 people get eliminated by the end of it. Um, and then you just finish where you are. Um, and then as you finish, you, uh, you'll uh, level up your profile um, and you also level up a um, uh, number of points to get these tickets. And then use these tickets on these special events that they'll play. So there's some that I was explaining earlier of one that's in the Grand Prix, where it's a series of five races. And each race, like the last 20 get eliminated until the last race. And it's like basically the last 20 left. And you go through that race, in effect. Um, now, my first attempt, I managed to get to the fourth race, but I ended up getting eliminated at... 27th unfortunately so i couldn't get into the last one that's not bad for um, your first girl though but no i mean it went too bad like I, I wasn't i was enjoying what i was doing like there was a bit of a hairy moment in the 
race before where like I think it was like the second or third lap I was like in that danger zone and like I just managed to like boost past my way out of it to like qualify which was a bit um nerve-wracking but managed to get through it but yeah really really enjoying it um there's four ships that you can have each one's got their own different stats um i typically just be in the blue falcon uh which is captain falcon's iconic ship um but you can unlock like different colors and styles for them as well as you progress through doing different like x amount of races or coming to x amount of places enjoying my time enjoying my time with it um there's different events as well i think there's like a team one as well i've not had a go at it yet but I'd like to play a little bit more of it and see how far I get through with it. Um, they are going to be releasing more like tracks as time goes on. Because some of them are really difficult. Some of the turns, like, it's, it very much reminds me a bit of the of bit of Wipeout where you can turn, but then you've also got like the slide as well. So you can mm. actually like, I suppose, drift around. And I'm not good at drifting yet. So I'm pretty much just like slowing down for it and just going around normal, hoping not to get like bumped off. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, good good time of it. Looking to play more of it. The last thing uh, that I've played that I've, I suppose, is like the next kind of serious game, not serious game. The next thing that I've really wanted to complete that's been on sort of my backlog ever since it came out. Um, has been the Intermission DLC for Final Fantasy VII Remake. So this uh, this DLC came out, and then once Integrate came out, which was like the PS5 upgrade, this is when like okay, this is where I really want to kind of come back into into Final Fantasy VII, giving this DLC a go and seeing a little bit more of the sort of story well it's, it's, it's a new story for final fantasy 7 wasn't in the original but you know it, it grows more of the the world and sort of world building of final fantasy 7 that i really wanted to get into um since completing the remake so in this dlc um you play as a character that's called yuffie who is a teenage ninja uh from wutai who has infiltrated Midgar uh, and is looking to obtain the ultimate materia from Shinra. So you you essentially start in this kind of I suppose shack place that you found your way in, um, and you make your way into the sort of little town in Sector Seven um, that you play mostly in or mostly being in as Cloud. Um, and then you meet up with this, I suppose, the, the official uh, Avalanche group, because the one that you play in Remake is more of like a splinter cell of them. Like, they want, they both fight a similar cause, but did it in different ways. Um, so you meet them, and then you meet up with your Wutai companion, uh, Shonon. It's a bit of a difficult name to say. Um, and from there, you do various things in Sector 7 that end up making you work your way towards the Shinra headquarters basement, towards the advanced weapons division where you try and find this ultimate materia, because that's your goal as Yuffie. Um, so Yuffie is like your typical kind of teenage, annoying <laughs> girl. 
I suppose. Uh, she's got a nice charm to her, but I, from what I've read, like historically, she's meant to be like the most annoying pie member in the group. <laughs> and I could probably see why, but she's got a nice charm. She's very enthusiastic. She's overconfident, we'll say, in, in her abilities. Um, and I will say, when I first started playing this and came to my first serious fight against these sort of two wolf enemies, um, I got my butt handed to me several times as I completely forgot how to play the game. Um, so the first, I'd say, hour or so was, was a good relearning of how do I play this game? Oh, this is how I play the game. Um, and when I mentioned, when I spoke about Rebirth, um, Intermission is the, I suppose, the introduction of what are called Senechi attacks. So um, you don't really play as Shonan. He's more of a, like an accompanying, an accompanying character that helps out. But pressing a specific button um, then ends up synergizing your attacks. So you like attack as like one, basically, so you can do double attacks and stuff. Which is quite fun. It adds like a, an added layer of strategy to when you're fine and stuff. And Yuffie likes using her um, these like massive four point shuriken she likes throwing and attacking with. So she's quite different to like anything in like the original game, or the original remake, I should say. Um, but it's it's been fun getting back into it, like really learning sort of the combat um, and just getting sort of all the points down that I started again when I was doing remake, just relearning everything. And I'm really enjoying it. Um the story and where it takes you is it's not too long. I'd say it's about I've read it's about seven or eight hours. I'm at my eighth hour, I've not completed it yet, but I'm pretty sure I'm right at the end, probably about maybe a boss battle or two away from finishing it. But I've really enjoyed it. I had a, I had a lot of fun with learning who Yuffie is and um Hopefully getting to learn more about it once Rebirth comes out. Um, I will say there is a fun little mini game in here as, as well. It's called Fort Condor. So this is essentially like a... Almost like a tower defense kind of mini game. Uh, you've got like two outposts and sort of like an out headquarters, I should say. Don't know where I was going. I was going to say like outquarters. Um... <laughs> And you've got certain units that you can spawn in, and you've got like each unit uses like a uh, measurement of your like AT bar that like refills every so often. And it's basically like a like a almost like a chess game of like um, there's like uh, attack units, the defend units, and there's range ones, and each one has a specific strength and weakness against each one. And then each unit could be worth maybe like two bars which is like a basic unit and then another one could be about six which is like this big off mech kind of character that you can use to do a lot of damage with um and as you like beat other characters you'll collect extra uh, chess pieces or even new boards uh which give different um suppose abilities or like atb bar um, built up slower but you've got extra materia magic stuff to use and uh, to help out as well I found it quite fun I thought it was a nice little mini game uh, that they added to it I think it was in the original game original Final Fantasy 7 but it was, it, I think it was built a little bit different that one was a little bit more actually defending rather than attacking um, but no really really enjoying it can't wait to play it which should be pretty shortly and then 
got to work out what I want to move on to next after that. So, yeah, that's, that's what I've been playing. Excellent. Well, what a packed pod that was. Thanks again, chaps. Uh, so if you enjoyed listening to us, please consider tuning in next time. We release bi-weekly on Tuesdays. You can visit our website at jokingdolphin.com. Also, feel free to follow us on all social media platforms to continue the conversation. You can find Joking Dolphin on YouTube and Facebook, as well as on Instagram and Twitter, slash X, at Joking Dolphin. Until next time, thanks for listening. Goodbye. Take care. Pleasure as always. See you later.